What you up to, Ray? Oh, you know, just hanging out. What are you doing? Uh, sitting here relaxing a little bit right now at the house in Maryland. Um, snowy as shit out. Like everything's covered in white. Looks like your mom's face. Uh, hey, it's sunny and 75 over here. And you can lick my balls. <laughs> Jesus, man. Um, now, I just wanted to hit you up because I got a, I was thinking about bringing back the high comedy pod. Really? You're going to do that from Maryland, huh? Yeah, I mean, it still fits because it still started in Hawaii. And I still like, you know, I think we need, need to involve some Hawaii comedians still. You're still in Hawaii. And so even if you're not actually there for the episode, you know, because I figured I'd interview some people here in Maryland one-on-one. And then when our schedules line up, we can do podcasts together occasionally, too. Wait, you think you can just interview people all by yourself? I mean, yeah, I mean, I kind of got to, you know, because our work schedule is... What? What are you going to do without me? Do you even know how to do this? I mean, I'm the one that did all the work. I put everything together. I mean, come <laughs> come the fuck on. I am the high comedy pod, Ray. I don't know what the oh, fuck really? you're talking you, about. You're the high comedy pod. I am. People listen for me. They love my voice they, and you, my laughter. Nobody wants to hear your stupid ass talk nobody about anything. Fu- you know how many come people at comedy on. shows were like, who is this <laughs> fucking bastard you have on there talking shit? <laughs> Uh, I fucking miss you, Ray. How you been, buddy? Oh, good, man. I miss you, too. Um, Just, you know, living the Hawaiian dream. Not going to comedy shows anymore because I just can't bear the pain of being there without you. <laughs> I was going to ask if you've been to a single show since I left. <laughs> I cannot say that I have. Man, you should because com- thought about it. Comedy U is killing it right now, dude. They have got so much shit going on. No shit. Yeah, they're doing shows all over now. There's, it's not just the same. Oh, Anna O'Brien's is back too. No, no shit. Oh, I, I actually knew that. Yeah, that was the first show we went to together. Was at Anna O'Brien's, yeah. and they're they're yeah, back Anna, at Anna's. Anna's. Yep, doing their Wednesday night comedy shows there. Um, they've got a couple new places they're doing comedy shows. We need to we need to holler at uh, Jose and. Get him to give us a rundown of all the amazing places they're doing comedy. It's it's really cool. Like Comedy U is really blown up. Some of the other guys too are getting into it. Um, uh, Mike Rayo has, has organized a couple comedy shows that he's running. Um, yeah, like everybody's everybody's getting after it, man. It sounds like it's a it's a good time right now to be a comedian in Hawaii. So nice. Really happy for all those guys. Also, a pretty good time to be a comedian in Maryland since uh, th- there was the scare with the Omicron when it kicked up, and then that's kind of like the scare has died down at least, even if the virus hasn't. Um, right. And uh, everybody's kind of getting back to doing comedy shows here. Uh, stuff going on all the time. Uh, I got a great local comedian I want to interview. Uh, his name is Ryan Lina, I believe. It's Lina or Lena, but I'm pretty sure it's Lina. Um, he was on the first show I put on after I moved here at uh, Main Street Cigar really funny guy and he's going to come out and do the first episode from Maryland with me so the high Maryland comedy pod no it's high comedy MD (laughs) we've got a fucking doctorate in comedy in this bitch (laughs) but we got it it's cool man I can't wait for you to come out to visit because we have a great setup down here in the basement Um, we've got a fireplace the chairs it's it's a nice setup our bar is right here um, it's it's a really cozy spot, and I think it's be like the most relaxed, laid back, perfect podcast space. Um, 
and you're used to being a, an underground basement dweller anyway. So. I was going to say, don't, uh, don't, don't let me get too comfortable while I'm there. I might just never leave your basement. I mean, we told you if you were going to come be the manny, you were welcome. <laughs> but now we've hired an actual <laughs> nanny. So, you know, your job's been taken. And she doesn't live in our basement. <laughs> <laughs> Boring. Oh, and uh, this, this dude, the Ryan Lina, that's coming out to do the podcast, he's actually a big baseball fan, too. Oh, so shit. yeah, he's a he's a huge Orioles fan. Poor guy. Um, <laughs> yeah, but it's he's not quite a, as bad as being a Mariners fan, but it's still pretty rough. Yeah, so and like being a Rangers fan this season, especially. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he did say that um, Camden Yard is like the best ballpark in this part of the world. He's he said he's been to everything but Fenway on the eastern side of the the U.S. up here, and oh, he, he said Camden Yard is blows them all away. So yeah, no, I, I believe that. Like the only one, at least just visually from watching games there, that looks like it would rival it is Pittsburgh. Yeah, he said Pittsburgh's so, okay. He said the Washington Nationals are, you know, theirs is okay. Phillies okay. Uh, the New York, you know, stuff okay. But he said Camden Yard is just like, and I know there may be some bias here because he's the local guy, but he does yeah, yeah. he does talk speak very highly of it. So we got to go to some baseball when you come out. Oh yeah, that's the plan. Well, if they can get this fucking lockout figured out and not not shit their pants and have a work stoppage. Oh yeah, you guys are. Uh, so what? What's what's shit like out there right now in Hawaii? Like, are things open or? Right. No. 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 Everything's fine here. I just meant no baseball's in a lockout. Like. Oh, they are. Yeah. Oh, yeah I they're even... having a. Yeah, they're having labor disputes. There's no. There's a new collective bargaining this year. Um, oh, I hadn't even heard anything about it. I've been too busy watching the football playoffs and yeah, uh, yeah. watching my so, fantasy football team shit the bed the last four weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I went yeah. from being the favorite to win it all to ending up fourth, last place in the winner's bracket. <laughs> Fucking embarrassing. Yeah, yeah, my team shit the bed pretty royally, too. Yeah, you actually ended up in dead last. Yeah. Oh, did I, I, I? Yeah, the last couple of weeks of the playoffs, I stopped even looking at. It. I was just like, "This is dumb." You were playing my dad, and yeah, he he beat you out, so <laughs> you got last <laughs> for a second to last. Yeah. What hey, can I'm you number do? Number one, though, I'm the number one loser. Yeah, that, that means you should just get first draft pick next year, right? <laughs> yeah, the, the the biggest loser. <laughs> I mean, it's a position you're used to, right? Oh, hey. I wish you're here, man. I just mixed me up a Manhattan. It's pretty nice. Fancy, fancy. Uh, yeah. yeah. I was thinking about having a drink with you, but I want to get out and get to work once once we do this, because with that foosball, I should be busy, make some, make some money. Yeah, the, game's, the first game's already going, so that's an hour into the first game, or yeah, 40 minutes into the first game, something like that. Yeah, man, I hope you kill it today, and um, we miss you. We miss you out here, man. Uh, you know me, I don't have any friends, so I'm like, oh, man. I'm going to have to go kidnap Ray and get him to just come out here. <laughs> I thought about seeing if I could fly you out here to babysit for a weekend, but, you know. They're like, hey, Ray, good to see you. All right, well, just... Passways at the airport. Exactly. You know, you be here with the kids. We're gonna go. <laughs> you know, during the week, it, it'd have to be during the week, so the so the nanny's here. <laughs> and, and be the kid. And, and haul ass. <laughs> Never look back. 
<laughs> Enjoy fuckface. We're out of here. Right. Yeah, no, don't, even, don't even tell me that's what's going on. Just like I'm all like, I'm excited for us to hang out. You're like, hang out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're going to have a good time. You're going to see a lot of Maryland. Like our whole, like our entire yard. Because <laughs> you won't be able to leave. <laughs> Carrots and peas, carrots and peas, carrots and peas. Carrots and peas. peas. That's very death metally. It is. It is. um, Is there a... So my buddy Ray, that was has been my co-host to this podcast for so long, uh-huh. that's actually a band he was in. Oh, yeah? They were called Birth Mattress. <laughs> that's an incredible name. The world's first, um, what was it, postnatal grindcore band or something like that? I don't know. Are there a lot of those? Like, I don't know. Are they the first and only? <laughs> like... There may be more now. I know at the time they were definitely the only. Uh, yeah. Well, it's a big genre now. He was, yeah, he was sure. the Kurt Cobain of <laughs> birth mattress. <laughs> yep, the, the Kurt Cobain of postnatal grindcore. Yeah, you know, the that that it started in Hawaii, like Seattle for grunge and just Yeah. Actually yeah. it was in Portland. Oh. Oh, okay. Yeah, well he, even a, yeah. Yeah, they were in Portland and gotcha, this gotcha. is their uh, their band and I don't remember the name of the song. I wish I could, but if you look up "Birth Mattress," that's they uh, they put out an entire album feel- and then have a second album that is in the process of being mixed. Nice. I feel like if I look up "Birth Mattress," I will also get some really like weird. Like I'm not going to look that up at work. No, no, definitely, <laughs> like- don't, definitely do not look that up at work. Yeah, yeah, that's um, yeah. yeah. Actually, he had a picture of what the birth mattress was that they uh, named the band after, and basically it was like. It definitely came out of a crack house. Oh, I'm, I'm, I can only ass- wait. So he like they saw a picture of a birth mattress and they were like, I don't know That's- if they saw the picture or if they took the picture because they saw the mattress. I mean, it's <laughs> it was Portland. I mean, anything is possible. Anything's possible in Portland. I, yeah, that is their logo. I, I've heard that. It's, yeah, that's it's Boston Baltimore is keep yeah. Austin weird and Portland is it's Portland. <laughs> it's Portland. Anything can happen. Anything's possible. I think yeah. Baltimore is. is uh, this no Baltimore's is like the greatest city or something like that no Baltimore's is if you make it out alive you're a lucky bastard exactly yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well Aberdeen I don't know if you know where that is but yeah, yeah that's uh, the city that reads is this a new development did they just no, learn I mean it's been that way and oh, actually okay. yeah if you like the city that reads yeah if you uh, uh, there's like that's benches like, that have that on there the city that reads what do they read just whatever know, whatever and stuff <laughs> Stuff and things. They have one library. How to kill so. people and blow shit up? Because that is where the military base is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah, do yeah, a lot yeah. of weapons testing out there. Yeah. Well, they used to, they, I, I have this like conspiracy theory in my mind that they, do, do you know about the blimp thing that happened in APG? No. This was probably before you got here. So there was like a, uh, like, um, like $10 billion weather blimp. What the fuck? Yeah, that was like an APG, and like it was like supposed to be like this new like weapons like military technology, and um. It escaped. Like, what, they, what do you mean some, it escaped? Some guy, <laughs> it's like a goddamn tiger at the zoo. What the fuck? Some guy uh, did not tie it down properly, and it just floated away. Like a billion dollars of taxes just like floated 
into space. There was like it was like a four day like manhunt or blimp hunt to try to find this thing. It was like all over. Yeah, turns out it was hiding out at the Goodyear factory with others of its kind. Yeah, and then so like ever since then, APG has kind of like had less and less responsibility and I, I like to imagine it just like there's like one guy that everyone just fucking hates now I can cuss here right uh, absolutely uh, I yeah, like, yeah. sure you if, never if know. you didn't I would ask you to leave I'm just... <laughs> <laughs> well I don't cuss on stage but like in person I, yeah. I, I'm i I'm a casual cusser like I do yeah. it all the time but yeah so I like to imagine I like, don't cuss on stage either yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I believe my first joke I dropped cunt in, in, the, in the show that yeah, you're at yeah, yeah that is, it's a fun fun word cunt. yeah it is yeah it's, it's one like of the better ones yeah. I like to open up with that joke too because it kind of lets people know the what you know, yeah, yeah where things are headed yeah 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 it's uh um, oh, the last show I was at, there were multiple dead baby jokes, like throughout nice. the. Not my set. Well, I, I, had, I told one or two, but yeah. uh, somebody else, Trish, uh, smart, smart Trish. You know, I've actually never seen Smart Trish. I've I've heard she's very funny. She was funny. She had some good dead baby jokes. Nice, too, so nice, it was, nice. It was fun. Um, oh, by the way, I guess we should tell the people who you are. Oh, right. Yeah, that's probably. So, ladies important. and gentlemen, we have our first guest here in Maryland. Um, by the way, it is good to be back. I have missed this show so much. Um, but we've got a great guest here, Ryan. Now, hold on. Is it Lena or Lina? It is Lina. All right. I've, I yeah. thought so. I, I remember talking about this before the show. Yeah. I, I have and, to, like, go on this, like, talk to everyone. I There's actually, like, a year of comedy where I just gave up and just decided my stage name was Lena because nobody <laughs> got it right. And I was just, like, a laid-back dude. So, But now, like, um, I, think it was, I think it was Matt Brown who said, that's fucking bullshit, dude. Like, don't let them not <laughs> say your name. Don't and, say them shit right. Yeah, and then I was like, okay, I will for you. <laughs> like, <laughs> not for me, though. Yeah, not for me, but I guess. And yeah, so, so I just wanted to make sure I didn't offend you. Like, I was like, make sure you say it with the A, not the hard R. Yeah, you know. You know yeah, how yeah. You, I know how you people get yeah. <laughs> You can say I mean, line up. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Get rid of that. <laughs> this fucking liner. Yeah. I mean, yeah. oh, oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's... Uh, um, I so like when I first started comedy, I did uh, Mag- you know Magooby's joke. Oh house? yeah, 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 yeah. They um, saw Brian Kellen there. Yeah, it's a great, great room. I, I mean, like it. Yeah, it's it's awesome setup for a club. Yeah. Um, they had like an open mic competition thing, and that the first couple times I did it, and uh, the host got my name wrong every single time, <laughs> and like he would really like, come up to me before he's like, I know, I know, it's it's, it's his name Sonny Fuller, and everyone has a Sonny Fuller impression in Baltimore, and he was like, I know. I know you got it. Uh, it's it's Lina, 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 and then he'd say La Lina, and then he'd like be like, "I'm sorry, man, I fucked it up." <laughs> he'd like, Leave me alone. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Yeah, um, yeah, you did a show that I put on out here at Main Street Cigar. Yeah, yeah, that was the first time we met. Um, that was fun. It was a good night. That was fun. I yeah. did another one after that. Yeah, uh, Candace came out, and then I ended ah, up doing cool. Candace's show in December over here at the the deck. Yeah, yeah, that's a good room. She, I haven't seen if she did that in January yet. I don't. I haven't seen anything, but she didn't yeah. post about it until like last minute. Yeah, like, yeah. It's so funny too because I, I like she finally sent me the flyer on it and all that, and I posted yeah. about it a couple times. And uh, the week after, I'm standing in uh, what is it, Friendship or Friendlies or whatever liquor store in Abingdon. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. in there like in line. And I look over and there's a stack of these cards and there's my picture like right <laughs> next to the cash register. I'm like, holy That's shit, cool. Tiki ho ho. Look, I showed my wife. She's like, hey, I know that dude. Yeah. And, and the cashier's looking and she's like, who do you know? And I said, this guy. And I hold it up. And she's like, you know him. 
Oh shit, that's you. <laughs> yeah, that's me. Yeah, my uh, my headshot is still. I've, I've been like, I keep putting it off, but my headshot, I'm still like a clean baby face looking kid. <laughs> and like now, I have this giant man beard, and like yep. I look nothing like my original headshot. Uh, but that's that's still the promotional picture that I use for everything. I should use one of my old pictures where I had this like I had a huge fucking like damn near a ZZ top beard for yeah. years. I should uh, start using yeah. that. Oh, absolutely. And then I come back, come up with the short yeah. trimmed beard. They're like, who the fuck's this guy? Well, that's when I did it because she used that photo for uh, Tiki. It wasn't a ho ho. It was a ha ha. It was yeah. a Christmas themed show, and uh, um, <laughs> one of the. Uh, uh, like people watching the show was like was like like you're not on the poster and I was like no no I'm that one and they looked at me and she said no you're not <laughs> <laughs> you're right I'm not yeah, I lied you, you got me yeah. I'm a bastard <laughs> yeah. yeah that's a fun room though yeah it has a pretty good engaged audience there it was it was yeah. kind of weird because it was two days before Christmas yeah and yeah, it was right imagine. when Omicron hit yeah so like a uh, couple like two or three comedians like yeah dropped out last yeah. minute um once one, one kind of sucked i was looking forward to seeing um tom meyer was supposed yeah to tom meyer yeah, yeah he was yeah. supposed to be there and i was like oh that'd be dope like i'm on a poster with tom meyer like that's yeah, kinda, yeah, yeah that's kind of legit you know yeah like that'll be neat you can yeah. see this guy somebody you know you've heard of before uh, and... have you met him yet no i haven't uh tom tom's got everyone has a tom meyer story too okay yeah, yeah he's an interesting guy he's a super nice guy uh very confident very very confident really oh the mm. first time he's, I, he's very opinionated on social oh, media very like. opinionated yeah yeah well his i think his podcast actually has like a decent following like his politopod i think or something like that yeah something like that, something like that. I yeah i just yeah i saw a few of his posts i'm like was that necessary yeah he does. he's, he's <laughs> one of those like super duper political people and like yeah um i'm i consider myself pretty political but like um I don't do it like on stage or on social media because like I I don't hate myself I guess. <laughs> right, like yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean and like I'm we're friends on Facebook and I've yeah. seen you post some political stuff on mildly political yeah, stuff yeah. on Facebook but like you know not on Instagram or anything like that nothing yeah. like and that's the way I am like with my comedy shit like I have yeah. I have political beliefs yeah I'm not exactly yeah you know if you agree with me cool if you don't i don't really give a shit yeah. you know like I'm, yeah and like most of my political stuff is just like the stuff that i like is just like the absurdity of everything yeah. that's currently like going on and it's just like what <laughs> like with him it's like that's angry. like what he lives eats yeah. and breathes and like i'm sure he's a nice guy you know yeah he just, yeah yeah, yeah. yeah he is very, like yeah like, he is 100% about the oh, politics yeah, and I'm yeah. like ah see I that's can't like do 100%. that over comedy I can't yeah that's I yeah. can't make politics my focus if yeah. I did that I did a political podcast for years that's what oh, I really? started off doing in 2009 or 10 yeah started a political podcast with a buddy of mine in Dallas and that's what we did for like three and a half four years we did yeah. a political podcast oh, wow. and wow. then we shifted and did just like a guy lifestyle type podcast yeah. about cigars and whiskey and cars and sports and like all just just fun shit it's quite the change yeah, yeah we yeah. did we uh yeah. we completely changed it yeah and uh had a good time like we were we were interviewing uh cigar manufacturers and makers oh, nice. and shit and yeah. yeah we did yeah. some did some great yeah. stuff doing that and yeah uh do you guys because you're from texas it's just kind of a tangent but you know tito's vodka oh yeah, yeah definitely yeah. that's my vodka of choice too um my uncle designed the cap for the Tito's bottle cap. No so, shit, that copper colored cap. Yeah, wow. yeah. He he works for Barry Plastics and he um he like designs like all like the cap. He invented the KFC Go Cup. 
What? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn, yeah, this dude's a legend. Yeah, oh, he's. Can you call him to come in here and you oh, just leave? Dude, he will absolutely <laughs> come, and he's like, he's way funnier than me, but he's like incredibly <laughs> vulgar. Um, my favorite story. Well, this uh, is right up my alley. Oh, right? he's. You're I'm getting hard. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> Everybody fucking loves my uncle Frank. I mean, so there's uh one of the best. He went to Atlanta with us for the Ravens game. And it was me, my buddies, and like I warned my friends. I was, I was like, "Hey guys, like Uncle Frank, like he's great guy. Um, he's very vulgar." And they're like, "Oh yeah!" And like he brought his son, who's my cousin, who I think at the time was like sixteen. And the waitress like uh, like came over. She like took her orders, everything, like that and she walked away. And he had never met my friends before. He just yeah. looked his son in the eye, who was sixteen, and said, "You're fucking her in the ass tonight." What the fuck? <laughs> I was like, what? And all my friends were like, oh my Holy God. Shit. Like, he is very vulgar. Yeah. <laughs> you were not lying. Yeah, no, he's, and he's like also like the sweetest guy in the world. So, yeah, yeah he'd never admit to it, but he's like, yeah, he's a good dude. I mean, other than when he actually held her down so the 16 year old would fuck her in the ass, <laughs> that other was than that, the, he's like yeah, a salt of the earth. That guy, was, the, other than that, that was the, yeah, that was the worst part of his. Uh, yeah, the, the rest of the trip was fun. <laughs> that, that was a little weird. That, that was, was a little weird. weird. Yeah. Just because they made you hold the camera, right? Yeah, I was like, oh, this is. I was like, you guys don't have like a stand or something that you can just plug this into? <laughs> I got a tripod at the car. We'll just set that up. And, like, I swear it's fun, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Now the shows at Main Street was cool. Um, yeah, kind of put a kibosh on that with uh, the owner getting indicted. Yeah, that was crazy, right? Yeah, I yeah. Uh, I was wondering if we could bring that up on the podcast. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I I don't give they they after the second show they're like, well, we'll let you know if we want to do another one because you yeah. know, and I guess they don't know what the future is going to hold. I have no idea. Yeah, well, because I'm I not thought... saying anything about bad about I don't know anything about it. All yeah, those, I he know got nothing. indicted for something. And, yeah, um, the cigar shop's still in business and. Yeah, it is. Still a great place to go. Yeah, yeah. Cigar, so. I mean, it seems like a lot of people still go there. So, yeah. Oh, yeah, they had a big uh, poker night just the other night. Yeah, so they're, they're, they seem it. to be doing fine. I yeah. guess they just don't have the extra comedy scratch now with the indictment. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's a, <laughs> it was a cool room, though. I liked was, the stage. It was dope, yeah. Um, I, I know the dude, uh, Joey the Butcher, you know, he was talking about it'd be cool if yeah. he went out back. I guess they have a big space out back, supposedly. Huh. And I think if in good weather, that would be nice because be then cool. you could get people to come that maybe wouldn't indoors yeah. with all the cigar smoke yeah i think that might have yeah kept some people from showing up yeah because i i did that um room i think i was telling you when i was like just starting comedy yeah 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 and it was pretty much the same people but i mean i got <laughs> i was i was a better comic now than i wasn't you know two months in yeah, <laughs> and yeah. pretending to have 25 minutes of material for you know which i'm sure everybody everybody starts off that way yeah, yeah. thinking they got oh yeah you know we so are. how long have you been doing comedy now? When did uh, you start? So technically five, but I say four because I took all of 2020 off. Yeah. Pretty much. I think I did like three shows in 2020 and that was okay. it. So so pretty much four years. All right, nice. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, first show was at uh, Magoobie's Joke House. I did. I did wow. those. It's um, a big stage to start. Yeah. On. <laughs> <laughs> well, I did the because uh, um, they have that the comedy competition bringer show. Um, and uh, every time that I went there, I lost to somebody who is now like kind of well known uh garrett harvest beat me um beth hayden beat me it was me, oh, wow. me and beth's first uh comedy like this our debut together i think she yeah. was supposed to be on the tiki haha thing but yeah she actually got sick like yeah. she was like had a sore throat and shit she woke uh, up that morning geez. and was like uh yeah 
I was around somebody who tested positive and yeah. now I have a sore throat and feeling weird. Yeah. She's like, I don't know if it's my mind fucking with me, but yeah, yeah, she ended up dropping out. Yeah, and, uh, she's really, really funny. Meyer dropped out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, she beat me, uh, the first time, and I still. I still yell at her for that. I, I haven't forgiven her. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still, never let her live it no, down. No, no. Every time I see her, I say, remember that time you beat me when we first debuted? Yeah. And then she's like, yeah, you made a joke about being old and you were 19. What did you expect? <laughs> what the fuck? And I was like, actually, I was like 22, but yeah. yeah. She says 19 she likes to exaggerate. And I was like, well, those jokes- Most women do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was uh, like this big. Yeah. So I bet you it was at least a half an inch longer than that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, yeah, so uh, I started doing those, and then I started just hitting mics and stuff like that, and um, pretty much just been doing ever since. It's been nice. fun. Now I, I run a couple of rooms up here in Havity Gray, so trying to get a couple more off the ground, and I'm, I'm trying to get a... Uh, Harford County comedy scene. That's what I want because I think people come out for it. So, yep. And yeah. I, I know you and I talked about working on, you know, doing stuff like that. And yeah. uh, life was just like so crazy. We've like, well, it's yeah. finally starting to settle down a little yeah, bit. Yeah. And if I can get out of this godforsaken job I have right now and get yeah, something yeah, better, yeah, then life will be much better. Because like, I yeah. never know what time I'm even going to be yeah. home every day right now. Yeah. 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 I leave way before the sun comes up. Oh, geez. I may be back at, I may be home at 4.30. I might yeah. not be home too close to 7. I don't Oof. fucking know how my days are going to go. So. God, that's brutal. Yeah, it's... Yeah. I'm not I'm not pleased. <laughs> yeah. But once I... You know, but things are settling down. Cool. So, like, I'm looking forward to getting out, getting doing more comedy. Yeah. Um, I know there's the open mic at the theater in Hover to Grace. Yeah, that one's pretty cool. I don't, I don't run that one. Um, but that room normally actually has... I mean, for an open mic, it normally has about 10 people in it. So it's, nice. it's pretty good. I mean, yeah, I want to yeah. go check that out. I want to yeah, go that one's try fun. That one. I, I recommend that one. And um, the big timing guys, they'll they'll book you too if yeah. you if you show up enough. So nice. And they they the other shows that they do. I mean, it's an open mic, so what do you expect? But like the oh, other yeah. ones are like really really good. I mean, yeah. I did one at this place called I think Snifter's End or something like that. Hmm. It was like a, um, it was down in a kind of close to Ocean City, so it was, it was a bit of a hike. But I mean, it was it was packed. And the crowd was super receptive. I mean, nice. I, I crushed that night. I wish I recorded it because it was like it would have been my demo. But you know, it's what. Well, happens. I recorded uh, my set from the deck. I, yeah. had my, I had my GoPro set up, oh, nice. but I was like way off to the side over where the comics sit. You know, yeah. And so like you couldn't really hear it very well. Yeah, it's it's really hard. I posted uh, a clip on Instagram, but yeah, from it that uh right like because there was like. Right in the middle of my set, I hit a, a rhythm there. I got like several big laughs. I was like, yeah. there weren't a lot of people there. It's a couple of days before Christmas. But, yeah, yeah. Um, it's a really good laughs, a couple of jokes that I've I've had for a little while. Yeah. And I uh, always hit well in Hawaii. So like I yeah. hit those. Uh, it was funny too, because I made a couple jokes that I wasn't sure. Like I had a couple new ones and I'm like, I'm not sure how this is going to play. Yeah. Like a couple of them were a little vulgar. And I was like, those might be. And then my cunt joke, I actually saved that for later in the set. And when I dropped it, everybody kind of went, ooh. Really? Really, motherfuckers? I was joking about (laughs) dead babies and, uh, you know, bitching about my wife's pregnancy. And you motherfuckers were rolling. I say cunt. And you're like, ooh. (laughs) No. The word. Yeah, go fuck yourselves. (laughs) The word cunt. Oh, my God. Jesus, I was a oh, that was a good room. That was fun. Yeah, yeah. Um, I wish you, I wish I would have gone up on Halloween because I went to the Halloween show. Yeah, my wife and I went out there, and there was a good turnout. Yeah, a lot of people. And Candace was like, "You want to go up?" 
Yeah. And I was like, I don't, I'm kind of doing the date night thing with my wife, you know, yeah. I'm chill with her. Yeah. And, you know, I just wanted to come out, see some comedy and this and that. She's like, oh, you should come up. I'm like, eh. Yeah, Candace is great. I mean, she's awesome. Yeah, she did my second enough. show at the cigar shop. Oh, yeah. She's so. Yeah. I think I told you about booking yeah. her. Yeah. She's really, really good. You um, recommend her, and so did Big Ed. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Cool. And, uh, you know, Big Ed was funny, too, because, like, leading up to that first show when you guys were on, Big Ed was like, man, there's going to be like 15 comedians there. He's like, I'll pack that room and all this shit. Then, like, he barely even showed up in time and, like, didn't bring <laughs> anybody. I'm like, what the fuck happened to packing the room? He's like, I don't know what to tell you. I'm like, yeah, what the fuck, Ed? That's so big, Ed. I've actually been on a couple of shows where he, like, brings a ton of people. And then, like, I've been on shows where he brings, like, one dude who just, like, sits off in the corner and doesn't even watch the show. Yeah. Like, I don't think he brought anybody. Like, he rolled, like, I called him and I was like, because, you know, it, I think yeah. the second comic of the night was up, and he was like, okay, I'm about to hop in the shower. I'm like, <laughs> dude, there's like one person left to go up, and then you. What the fuck are you doing? Yeah. I was pretty pissed. And then he like oh, was talking yeah. shit on stage. He's like, yeah, Jason, call me like two hours before the show. Are you coming? Are you coming? I'm like, no, motherfucker. It was like six minutes before you went on. Don't give me this. It was like literally six minutes ago from right now we talk. Fuck you, Ed. Fuck you, fat boy. Like I was about to talk shit right there in the middle of the show. And I love Ed. I'm just, oh, yeah. oh, I'm just bullshit. Yeah. I've seen him. Uh, actually, he was at that Halloween show. He performed that night. Uh, he's pretty good. He always gets, yeah. He always gets a really good or something. He's funny. He's a funny yeah. dude. He just. I was like, yeah. you motherfucker. <laughs> he called me two hours before the show starts. Oh like, my gosh, that's that's such such a big editing too. Because I I will say I've never seen him on time. Yeah. yeah. Well, like I was planning on putting him up last anyway because you know he's the one I'd heard the most about. He had won like the big the Magoobies shit, and I was like, all right. And yeah. I don't I didn't know anything about Maryland comedy. Yeah. At at all, you know, like I didn't know anybody. I was just like, I'm coming in here putting this together blind because. Yeah. Like I happened to be at the cigar shop and tagged the shop in an Instagram post and they saw my Instagram that I was a comedian and nice. they're like the owner or manager when actually the manager I yeah. think the owner's daughter called up there and was like there's a dude sitting there smoking a cigar right now that's a comedian go talk to him see if he wants to do a comedy show here <laughs> and like they came awesome. in there and asked me and I'm like yeah let's do this nice nice because yeah, I think I messaged you or no, you put something on Facebook. And then yeah, I, I did. Was I, like, in that yeah. group. And uh, yeah. I was like, you know, looking for some people. And you were one of them. You were like, yeah. I actually live in Bel Air. I was like, yeah, I was like oh, was fucking like perfect. Away. Yeah, yeah. I didn't bring anybody, I don't think. Did I? No, I don't think I did. I don't remember. Were you... Now, now the next... Wait, which one was it that... Uh, oh, the other dude that... I think he lives in Haverty Grace. Uh, Goldberg. Jesse Goldberg. Oh, yeah, Jesse Goldenberg. Yeah. Did he perform at the show you were on? Over the no, his he was at the next. Yeah, one. he was at the next one. He was yeah. at the second one. That dude was funny. Like he's he really a, good. Yeah, uh, he had one joke that just fucking killed me, dude. Yeah, I just like he when he said it, of, I was yeah. like, "That's goddamn brilliant." Yeah, like he's, he's a really good writer. It was one of those moments, like, why didn't I think of that? Because yeah, it was like a joke yeah. that applied to my life too. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Man, why didn't I fucking think of that? Yeah, those are uh, those are always like the. Oh, killer I'm, I'm going to pause yeah. this for just a second okay. so I can tell you the joke. So yeah, I didn't want to blow up his joke on the podcast and kill it. But I'm sure if you ask him, he'll come out because he. Yeah, he's always looking for stuff to do. And he lives right around here, so. Yeah, I knew he was like, and he's like Aberdeen. Yeah. So, yeah, um, I want to get him to come out. I want to get Candace to come out. Yeah, Candace is really good. <clears throat> yeah, I think she'd be fun to have on a podcast. Oh, uh, Tommy Simbazo. Oh, yeah, Tommy's I want, incredible. I want to get him yeah. to come out, too, and talk about this virtual comedy thing. Oh, but, he definitely um, will, because I'm, I'm super interested in just doing that. That's going to be fun. I mean, it's going to be 
what the fuck is going on upstairs in my house? Is this what it sounds like? Your, your so thing you, need, you were telling you me about the, before? Yeah, the, yeah, 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 yeah. And if we didn't own this house, I would definitely call management. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell is this? <laughs> Calling my lawyer. Oh, that's my dog and my kid. Never mind. <clears throat> um, no, but this, this virtual reality thing. So I was going to do the open mic on Monday. Yeah. But then I was like, it was just me. And I'm like, yeah, I'm tired. I was really tired. Like, I wasn't really tired until I sat and watched TV for a little bit sure. with my kid. Yeah. And, you know, had a, actually I had a couple <laughs> drinks. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm, I tried to relax a little bit for the comedy show. And I relaxed a little too much. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to bed. Hey, did you ever do Zoom comedy or anything like that? No, I never did Zoom comedy. I hosted uh-huh. an open mic. Well, I, ho- I hosted a comedy show on our podcast before anybody else ever did a zoom open mic really yeah like right after the pandemic hit and everything shut down yeah my buddy ray and i we did a deal and my wife joined us and we all like set it up with a big screen and we recorded a podcast where we'd have the comics call in on skype and they would do their set and we were nice. the audience and we recorded it all and, and did yeah. a podcast uh they're up that podcast is up on the you can find it on spotify and google podcasts apple podcasts uh audible yeah. uh, amazon's new podcast thing uh you know yeah I'd, I'd where all our podcasts are though there's the open mic cast and that was like hmm. forever ago we did like yeah. one of those before anybody was doing zoom open mics That's or fun. zoom comedy shows so yeah yeah i only did one and i did it uh like right at the end of the pandemic because i was like well it's still going but the one when we thought it was over yeah yeah the more. first time that we thought it was over yeah yeah, yeah. and uh it, it it wasn't as bad as like I thought. I I went in with like the most negative expectations, yeah. but I was like, "Well, I'm going to get paid ten bucks, so I'll do it." March twenty eighth, twenty twenty. Wow, that is like yep dead set. That's yeah, yeah. That's like the day things closed down yep. here. Yeah. That's when we did it. Like everything wow. was shutting down. And we we're like, and everybody was freaking out. Like, what are we going to do? There's no comedy, and we were like, "There's got to be something we can do." Especially in Hawaii, you know, it's like. It's not like this state closed down, but that one hasn't. So we yeah. can go over there. No, it's fucking Hawaii. It's yeah. I, we're on an island forty miles wide, at its wow. widest point. Oahu is a very small island. That's like, crazy. I don't think a lot of people realize that. And it's yeah. it's the most remote population center on the planet. Really? I mean, it's over wow. two thousand miles from the coast of California to Hawaii. Yeah. Sheesh. You know, it's way the fuck out there. That's dude. crazy. Yeah. yeah. And it's a U.S. state. And how the fuck did that happen? Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> but yeah, it's like, uh, like it's so remote. And like I'm like everybody here is freaking out. Like fuck, there's no comedy. Everything's shutting down. What are we gonna do? So I was like, let's give this a shot. And we did one, and then like it was so much work, and like nobody, like half the people canceled right before. I was yeah. just like, fuck this, I'm not doing this again. <laughs> and then everybody does all starts doing Zoom open mics. I'm like, fuck it, they can have them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Know? I mean, I couldn't, I couldn't like run like I like running shows, but like I couldn't run a Zoom mic. I mean, it's like, no. The one that I did actually had like, cause it's 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 very well done. It's uh, it's the one more dad joke one. You've oh yeah, Aaron. Seen, yeah, with Aaron. Yeah. yeah, he was at my second comedy show. I did yeah, at the, yeah, at Main Street. Yeah, he's pretty funny yeah. too. And um, uh, he puts on a production. I mean, it's really, really good. I mean it, it, it was a Zoom show, but like it didn't feel awkward. Like, That's cool. Yeah, he had like I think he had like thirty people like watching it. So, uh, you familiar with Sammy Obeyed? Oh, that sounds familiar. He's yeah. a he's a comedian. He did a, this thing where. He did a record, uh, like Guinness Book World Records, for doing like comedy, like in person. This was pre-pandemic, yeah. like for a thousand consecutive nights or some crazy shit oh, like wow. that. Like, yeah. yeah, 
he set some crazy Guinness World Record. <clears throat> um, anyway, he's a you know nationally touring comic. Yeah, he did an online talk show. I guess he still does. Um, called the So Happy Hour with Sammy Obeyed, and I was a yeah. writer on for his show. Oh, cool! It's like a Conan style show, and yeah. I was I was writing awesome. for that for a while, skits and monologue jokes and shit. It's dope. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, it was good to kind of get into it because I love comedy writing. Yeah, I yeah, want to yeah. do some comedy writing, so that was like a cool foot in the door type thing. Like, sure. And I have credits there on YouTube. You can go to YouTube and see my name, and they're written uh, by cool. stuff. So I'm like, oh, that's... Do you have an IMDb page? No, I don't. You should make one, man. I should. Yeah, or Wikipedia um, or something. Fuck yeah. Yeah. But anyway, he he did... He has a, a website called KO Comedy, and they were doing a bunch of online comedy shows. Yeah. And uh, he offered to put me up several times, you know, and oh, shit. Nice. I was like... yeah. I just can't do it. <laughs> yeah. I just can't like. Well, that was I. I didn't so do it weird. for the longest time because I was like, I was like, oh, it's gonna be weird, and then like it's just gonna be like a meeting. <laughs> yeah, like, was, yeah. This is not. Yeah, I, I, I like is HR watching. Yeah, <laughs> that's how it felt. But like, I mean, it. He he did a really really good job. I mean, it was it was it was it was well done, and it it was it wasn't like performing live. But it was yeah. like the closest thing, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. And I get it. And if things were completely shut down now, yeah, I would probably I, I would probably consider doing one now because I'm like, it's killing me. Like I haven't been on stage since December 23rd right now, and I'm oh, like wow. ready to hang myself. Jeez. Like, it, yeah. 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 And I've only I've only done comedy three times since I moved here, and I moved here in July. Really? Yeah. Just, so just the cigar shows, pretty much. The cigar and, shows, and, and then the deck, the deck. with Candice. Wow. Like that's it. I was going to do another show with Candice, the uh, yeah. uh, Barrel House. Uh, no, uh, the one down in Virginia in a. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Cause Arlington she, Draft House. Yeah, she was going to have me on there, but something fell through the last. Yeah, minute. It, yeah. it like got postponed. I think. Yeah, and, yeah, uh, yeah. Was it the December show? Like December nineteenth? Yeah. yeah. I I had an awful run of luck in December. I was supposed to close out the the year with like four like really really <clears throat> popular shows. Yeah, but like I knew crowds were, and they all got canceled. Oh, oh it was so brutal. That is brutal. Yeah, I hated it. But yeah, I lucked out. Like right before I left Hawaii, um, so like that's I was uh, I started in 2019, and then like shit shut down, and when ca- things came back, you know, like I started, I was like, all right, I'm doing this, I'm doing this. I got on a few shows. Yeah. Uh, a few open mics and then I uh, got a few opener spots and uh, nice, nice. got to know there's like a few different promoters in on Oahu. There's a comedy you who is like, they do the most shows that comedy you in yeah. Hawaii is awesome. It's uh, my buddy, Jose, Jose dynamite. He puts on the best shows. Like they have this is that a real spot. name or is that <laughs> that's a great name. It's, it's, it's Jose Figueroa's, but uh, Jose yeah. Dynamite is better. Yeah, Jose <laughs> Dynamite and Friends. That was like his show. He'd nice. put on it. Nice. O'Toole's Irish Pub every weekend. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Well, they had this place called Hawaiian Brian's that had this big fucking stage that you were on, and mm-hmm. it had this screen behind you that they put a red red curtain on, and then yeah. they would put your name on the curtain. Huh, that's cool. And it was like you felt like fucking somebody up on that stage. Like, here's a picture of that- me on that stage. And at capacity, oh, cool. you know, you could fit, like, yeah. pre-COVID times, you could fit a couple hundred people in there probably, oh, you know. So and I, I played a couple shows at that place sold out. Yeah. Like, like it was packed. And it was COVID time, so, but it was still 100 to 150 people probably awesome. in there. And it was awesome. just like, That's the coolest thing, shit. man. When, like, you get, like, a nice sold-out room. I mean, <clears throat> oh, nothing beats it. Yeah, and it, like the, the first time I came back after yeah. my open mic and then the pandemic and all that, like the first place I got on stage was there. 
yeah up on this big stage and behind plexiglass yeah and there was like all these people and i was like it was a charity show and i was like it was intimidating as fuck going up on that stage first of all because i'm like whoa this is not an open mic at a barbecue joint in hawaii kai (laughs) you know this is like this is a fucking comedy show and you know it's weird so like so fun when i i'm more nervous for like open mics than like those actual shows you know, I don't know what it is. Like, I think I am now. Yeah. Yeah. Like those, like if I know there's a crowd, I'm not nervous like at all. Yeah. But it's when I think it's going to be empty and I like psych myself up. Like this is going to be terrible. It's going to be a bunch of comedians that are going to try their hardest yeah. not to laugh no matter yeah, how yeah, funny yeah. I am because they're like, eh, I'm better. Yeah. <laughs> the Baltimore scene's gotten pretty good lately as far as people like actually watching. When I first started, it was the most gatekeepy, like nonsense i mean it was it was atrocious back then it's a lot better now that's what i've heard austin is like now yeah yeah i've heard austin yeah because it used to be like a super i i I mean i think maryland we have some killers here man i mean we've got yeah we do baltimore but uh (laughs) yeah yeah, most of the city of baltimore i know but also the comedians oh the comedians are (laughs) funny too yeah yeah we have some really really talented guys here uh and gals um yeah, uh, I mean, yeah, women that think they're funny. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Guys. We're canceled. Um, <laughs> yeah, if, yeah. if the liner joke didn't cancel, yeah, then true. Yeah, will. yeah. They, they made it past that one. They're gonna lose it a little more. But <laughs> one more. <laughs> he dropped the hard R on that last name. <laughs> but I'm gonna give him one more chance. Oh, that's it. That's it. Yeah. He said, "Bitches aren't funny." Fuck it, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> this is where I draw the line. Ridiculous. I'm going back to my barista job, but very angrily. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, I mean, I, I love the Baltimore comedy scene in general. I mean, it's very, very cool. Seems cool, and it's, it's, it surprised me that uh, Harford County had something. First yeah. of all, uh, what's the guy that owns the music store here? Uh, oh, uh, I know who you're talking about, but I forget his name. Oh Jesus! So like, I ran into this dude just randomly. What I was, what was I looking for? Um, God, I was looking for something there for the comedy show. Oh, mic stands and shit. Oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, he was like, oh, yeah, I got you. And blah, 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 and we were talking. I was like, yeah. I was like, well, I'm putting on a comedy show out of the cigar shop. He's like, wait, really? I was like, yeah. He's like, well, I'm actually a comedian. I was like, no shit? He's like, yeah, I've done some comedy and this and that. And we, we had talked a little bit. And he, gave, yeah. he told me his name. And he, he said, here, you can find me on Instagram. And huh. so I found him. I was like, okay, cool. And I followed him. And he followed me back. And uh, later on, I got to looking at his Instagram. And I'm like... Yeah, this motherfucker opened for Norm Macdonald. Yeah. This mother op- motherfucker opened for this person, Adam Carolla. And I'm like, huh. and he's like open for all these like very famous people. Yeah. And then like every comedian who's died in the last like few weeks here, because we lost Bob Saget, yeah. and we lost Louis Anderson, and we lost uh, uh, Norm Macdonald, yeah, you know, Norm in the last few months. months yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah. like he started posting all these pictures of when he worked with all these people. Huh. And like he had pictures of himself with Bob Saget and Louis Anderson. And I'm like, what the fuck? He did it clearly. Like, <laughs> this guy, yeah, like, he's yeah. like done comedy. Yeah, like he knows awesome. comedy, and he's opened yeah. for. And like I got looking at his page. Like uh, who was it that just played at McGooby's? Uh, oh, Kevin Nealand. He yeah. opened for fucking Kevin Nealand just a couple That's weeks awesome. ago when he was at McGooby's. Yeah, huh? Like he was like, oh, my old buddy Kevin Nealand came to town, so I got to spend the weekend opening for him at McGooby's. I was like, holy shit! I got I got to talk to him. I, I 
Yeah, I, he, I've I've I bought I've bought Mike's sh- Mike stuff from him, like a Mike stand. You can say shit. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was trying to censor myself for the kids. But <laughs> there's no kids listening to this. They got bored a long time ago. <laughs> there's like one kid who's like, I really love comedy, and I just <laughs> like if I just wait 20 minutes into the podcast, I can say the most horrific shit I want. I know my kid will never listen to it because he will have lost interest way before then. He's 13. I can start talking about his mom and all this crazy shit because I'm divorced from his mom. So I can say all this horrific shit. If I wanted to, he would have stopped listening long ago. Nice, nice. Well, good to know. Good to know. <laughs> no attention span. Under twenty. <laughs> My dad's probably still listening, and he's gonna be like, uh, "Right, like, <laughs> so don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> don't say shit. Don't, don't cave to the peer pressure. Don't cave to the peer pressure." <laughs> he he turned it off now. He's like, <laughs> "Wait, how old are you again? Uh, 28. 28. 28. Yeah, yeah. 28 I just okay. just had twenty eighth birthday. So yeah." Yeah, your dad probably still has hope for you. Oh, he's forty, so mine has lost all. My My dad is like exceptionally supportive. I like uh, it's very, it's very cool, but it's also like he'll he'll like come to me on like like road trips and stuff like that. So like I'll like a three hour drive, and I'm like, yeah, I'll come. And like I feel bad if it's like a really shitty show. (laughs) (laughs) There was actually this one. There's a guy I, I I won't. Uh, say his his name because I don't just but he he's kind of known now as like a grifter and um he books shows and he tells everybody it's like gonna be on TV and stuff like that this was like the first time that I, I I've been doing comedy for like two months at this point okay hold it yeah all right. Okay, that's fucking weird. Okay. Yeah, I've never heard of this guy. I had yeah. to stop so you could tell me the name. Yeah, you'll uh, I'll I'll send you his, his stuff because he uh fuck it he runs a an escape room <laughs> and he'll never listen he runs an escape room and like the escape room is literally just like. A room with like one of those like weird like animatronic things that goes like towards you, <laughs> and like that's the whole room. And it's, it's in like a trailer house. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's like find the key while you're locked with a zombie. Woo. But you have to cut open this dog. Yeah, I'm like, what like, the fuck? Am I in Saw? It's, this it's, is the weirdest shit. It's terrible. But um, just like the first time I went to a casino in Oklahoma, like a buddy of mine, I'm like, oh yeah, there's a great casinos in Oklahoma. Well, I guess if you go to the like nicer ones, they do like the Choctaw Casino or whatever. That is yeah. like huge, nice casino in Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. But I didn't. I went to one in Hugo, Oklahoma, nice. and it was literally a row of five trailer houses full of slot machines <laughs> with a goddamn ramp that would go down out like if you you walk in on the left side of the end of this thing you walk all the way through to your right and then you go out down another wheelchair ramp and then into the next one and then you walk through it and then out and down and it was literally like five trailer houses just side by yeah. side so, was that in hugo you said yeah hugo oklahoma i'm, I'm pretty sure i went to there because I is, I stayed for a uh, oh um, my god I went to Oklahoma to live on an Indian reservation when I was in high school it was like a thing and um I did a I did the casino thing there because I was eighteen and I was like I'm gonna do it and then like I played this really shitty like uh, slot machine called Kitty Glitter <laughs> <laughs> and I won like ten cents and I was like you had to was... take your shirt off to do it you didn't notice there was a camera on the other side of the glass it was like, very weird. I don't know weird. I had to play, play yeah, with my like nipples, a, yeah, and it was, it was, it was it's how I won. Yeah, but <laughs> Dollar bills would just come shooting out yeah, every once like, in a while. And I, think, I think I became a stripper by accident. I heard some old man back there going, oh, <laughs> 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 yeah. so, Forgive anyway. you, Father, for you have sinned. <laughs> so my, and actually, uh, it was a confessional booth at the Catholic Church. Yeah, and that's... Uh, I lost my virginity in a confessional booth. Lord have mercy. <laughs> you familiar with that movie at no, all? I Detroit don't. Rock City. I don't think I've ever seen it. Oh my god, it's good. Yeah, it's really funny. It's like 
late nineties, early two thousands. Kids are like trying to get to a Kiss concert, and the the kid's mom is uh, like thinks Kiss is the devil, you know, back in the seventies nice. and shit. Nice. And like yeah. at the end of it, like he flips out and he's like telling his mom off, and he like has this microphone or is this a bullhorn at this big protest. His mom was like leading. And he's like, I just lost my virginity in a confessional booth. Lord have mercy. <laughs> it's like one of the greatest moments in a movie ever, in my opinion. I was I love that. when I watched it. But I'll have to see it. Detroit yeah. Rock City? Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll check it out. Sorry, so continue your uh, Indian reservation sure. story. This oh, is... well, no. This, we went on like seven tangents. The original story was about my crappy show in D.C. Oh, yeah. With my dad, because my dad, he comes to the show. Yeah, yeah. Fix this in post. <laughs> so we my, have so uh, many rabbit holes. <laughs> um, my dad, uh, he, he came to me with the show, and I was like all excited. I was like, "Oh man, we're gonna be on TV!" And then like there were like four people there, and there was this guy who like came up to us and like you know when you're like talking to a comedian, you can tell when they're like trying their bits on you. Yeah, and it's like super annoying. Yeah, this guy kept doing that. He was uh, his name was John the Hypnotist. And I don't think he like exists anymore, and I, he's definitely not going to hear this anymore. You can sense <laughs> he my probably name. killed himself. Like, <laughs> maybe <laughs> he may be hanging somewhere, and nobody found yeah, him because no nobody looked for him. him. Yeah, yeah, because he had like, um, but he 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 Sorry, told John. this joke where he was like, uh, he was he was like, yeah, like I was on Tinder and I uh, matched with a girl, and she said she'd hang out with me for a hundred fifty roses, and I said for that price I'll get a hooker. <laughs> and it was it's like, yeah, it's a terrible Did joke. You, exactly yeah yeah um but anyway so like and he like cornered my dad and kept telling him like all these stories about like his hypnotism and like my dad was very like he was like he was like i'm an erotic hypnotist and you're gonna it was very weird and comfortable and um i left i like i did okay it was four people and like <laughs> i'm driving the car and like because i was hyping my dad up about this i was like oh man it's gonna be so cool guys we're gonna be on tv and i'm like I'm driving home and just like silence oh, and man. I was like dad I'm so sorry <laughs> and he he gave me the, the greatest line he said it's fine Ryan but in 10 years if you're like John the hypnotist I want you to quit comedy yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like I was like all right, all right well I don't know John the hypnotist but I can say I've seen you do comedy and you are better than that <laughs> <laughs> well thank you thank you thank you yeah, That's, I, I don't have to don't quit, quit. don't quit you're doing you're doing fine I'm, I'm I'm impressed. Oh, thank you. Appreciate it. <clears throat> and you've been doing this shit longer than I have. You've been doing comedy right. longer than me. So, you oh, know. Oh, nice. Um, nice. Yeah. I, I've been a comedy fan, like, all my life. Though. Same. Like, yeah. Dude, comedy has been, like, my rock through yeah. everything. Not just stand-up. Stand-up mostly, but, like, com- sitcoms, TV comedy, you know, like, yeah. everything comedy has been my thing. Like, comedy movies. It crushes me that Hollywood doesn't greenlight comedy movies anymore. Oh, like, yeah. Um, there's no like strict just comedy genre anymore. It's very disappointing. Yeah, it is because there's so many like great and even like there's no good like I and I think because I talk about this all the time a sketch comedy show right now besides SNL would just crush. I mean, if it's done well, yeah. But, oh man, so many of them are so fucking bad. Yeah, well, like, I mean, I love like, Eliza Schlesinger. Like, yeah. I think she is so funny in stand up. Yeah. Did you watch her sketch, sketch comedy show on Netflix? No, it was so fucking bad. Really? Oh my god! Like, she is so she's like very intelligent. Yeah, she's really good. She's smart. Yeah. She's like her comedy. She's like my wife's favorite. Yeah, comedian. Like my wife, and she has like five fucking specials. Yeah. You know, like yeah, she's it's great. Ridiculously yeah. funny. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is cool. She's going to do a sketch comedy. And then I watched it. I was like, 
I watched the first couple episodes. I was like, I'm done. This really? is I, I oh, would wow. stab myself in the eyeball if I had to watch more of this. <laughs> so fucking bad. So I have a uh, um I have a weird thing that I do where I watch bad comedy and I just like obsessively like I like take notes and I'm like, this is how I would make that joke funny. <laughs> like, I go that. watch that and see if you can yeah, right. can make because most of it didn't make any sense. Well, I did it with. Um, did you ever see Real Rob, the Rob <clears throat> Schneider show? Oh god, that was so very bad. bad. So bad. Like, yeah, and I like I watched every. Episode and I like Rob Schneider, so I like had high hopes. You know, I yeah. loved like Deuce Bigelow. Yeah, those like are that. good movies. You oh, know, um, funny. Yeah, Fifty First Dates. Yeah, 50 you know, where he was like great. the Hawaiian dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was great, filmed man. like where yeah. I lived. So. Oh, cool. Yeah, most of that was filmed. Right up the road from where we lived. Nice. I actually was curious if that was actually filmed in Hawaii or if it was... Actually, see this picture right here? Yeah, yeah. That picture, that that doc was actually in the movie. Like, this whole cool. like this whole thing. That's my wife and yeah. I, when she was pregnant, we did our maternity pictures. Oh, nice. Yeah, that that was actually, like... That was oh, right cool. at Kualoa Ranch. That's right where that was filmed. Kualoa Ranch is also where, like, Jurassic Park and all that shit was filmed. So, I didn't know that. Yeah, that's... That's dope. All that shit. Uh, yeah. Kong versus... Uh, Kong Skull Island. Yeah, yeah. Film there. Nice. Yeah. Cool, cool. A lot of movies. Oh, yeah. The Karate Kid Part 2. Yeah. Do you remember that when they go to Okinawa? Yeah, yeah. That was all filmed in Hawaii. Like, we were watching this and I'm like, wait a minute, that's fucking Chinaman's hat in the background. Wait a minute, that's on the Marine Corps base. That's like literally a mile and a half from our fucking house. I used to go grocery shopping on the Marine Corps base where this was filmed. That is not Okinawa, motherfuckers. <laughs> so, uh, fun fact. I got drunk um, and fell off a boat right there. <laughs> uh, um, Sounds of the Lambs 2 Red Dragon mm -hmm. filmed in Habit of Grace what are you fucking serious yeah I watched it get filmed yeah if you uh, so like there's the scene where like the house is burning down I fucking watched that from my parents house that is insane yeah cause you could actually like see the whole thing was on fire and if you watch it like Red Dragon that's the one with Edward Norton right yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, there's like the part where there's like a police chase that's all yeah. in the city of Habit of Grace Super fuck now cool. I've got to rewatch it yeah yeah, Habit of Grace yeah times, like you'll so. notice the bridge is like where it's like oh shit like that's Habit of Grace yeah <sighs> and like um, oh. yeah that uh, the big like house burning thing like we watched that from like the top of the hill Super you know cool. the Silence of the Lambs house is in Pennsylvania right is it? It's that. an Airbnb. You can actually go oh, rent the fucking. Cool. You can go stay in Buffalo Bill's house in uh, Habitat nice. Grace. Does it have like the or pit not Habitat Grace in Pennsylvania? Is that the pit? I don't know. I don't know if it actually does. It, it didn't specify on that. I the, hope so. I mean, that's a photo op. Oh, yeah. I make me and a bottle of lotion and a basket. Yeah, and dope. that made the whole trip. Yeah, absolutely. It's expensive. It. How, how much? I'm trying to remember. I'm going to say like $600 a night, $400, four to 600 a night. That was pretty pricey. Yeah, because uh, some friends of ours actually sent me the link, sent us the link to it, and I was like, "Holy shit!" So I Google it, I looked yeah. it up, I found it on Airbnb. Or actually, they have their own website, and I was like, "Oh, look at this! You can you can rent it out." Oh, it's a little pricey. I wonder if I can rent out my parents' house because Silence of the Lambs two was shot in in the distance. vicinity. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll be like, if you stand right here, <laughs> you can see where yeah, one you scene can see where one might have been filmed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what I'll do. That's how I get out of the slums. Well, that's what I was thinking of. Like, maybe we could rent this podcast space out. Anybody else in the area wants to do a podcast? You know, they could like rent this space. They come out of here and do their own podcast. Yeah, this is. I mean, it's a good area, and if you have all the soundproof and everything, yeah, there is actually a studio in Bel Air now. That it's a coffee it. shop. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, because I wanted to do a comedy show there, and you told me no. <laughs> they told you no. Yeah, it was weird. Well, it was, it was like a weird because like I emailed them and they were like they were like yeah like that sounds cool and then like I called them and like 
my guy answered and I was like hey like it said you do a comedy show how many people do you need I was like oh no not many I mean it's a coffee shop he said well we're really classy and I was like I mean yeah I can do clean comedy that's fine he said I think we're too small but I'll call you back and tell my manager and he just never called me back it's fucking weird it's very weird yeah yeah so I never I never pursued do you listen to you know Mark Norman yeah do you listen to either of his podcasts? Uh, he does We Might Be Drunk with Sam Morrill. Yeah. Who is in uh, at Magoobies this weekend. Oh, I have God, a, I want to go so bad. So I have a great Sam Morrill story. Actually, I uh, I messaged him on Facebook to see if I can open for him because... Um, so this is a weird, weird thing that happened to me in comedy. How um, long ago was this? This was... <clears throat> I had been doing comedy for two months. Oh, okay. So this wasn't like <laughs> this trip to... <laughs> oh, no. This one I messaged him, but I met him. Oh, okay. So you messaged um, him this time. Yeah, okay. I, was, I was like, oh, whatever. You probably don't remember me. So, um, you know, Artie Lang is obviously. No, oh, absolutely. Yeah. So, um, when I was two months in comedy, my friend Caleb Brookhart uh, messaged Artie on Twitter and said, "Hey, man, me and my friend were touring in New York. Can we get on your podcast?" Thinking nothing would happen, and Artie messaged him back and said, "Hey, talk to my agent." And he took us up to Jersey, and we were on the Artie Lang podcast with Sam Morrill. What the fuck? Yeah, there's a fan, there's a Reddit page of just people who fucking hate us. It's fucking amazing. It's, the, the Reddit page is called um, is called Artie Lang interviews Sam Morrill and two nobodies. <laughs> and we're the two shit. nobodies, and I, I held my own because like. But I mean, Caleb wasn't wasn't great because I mean, we, both of those were kind of shell shocked because it's like I mean, yeah. Artie Lang is like our hero, you know? I yeah, mean, like that dude is. Like, oh, he's a fucking legend. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, like um, he's done more pounds of coke than we've done hours yeah, of comedy exactly. combined. Exactly. Yeah. Like, there's yeah. no doubt. Like that dude is a yeah. Like, holy shit. Yeah, and I mean, like we uh, um, yeah, we went up there and we just sat around and just like probably then we've done minutes shop. of comedy combined. Yeah, honestly, I mean, <laughs> that dude has done a lot. He of did. Coke. He did. Uh, well. Legal reasons, I won't say anything. <laughs> but uh, um, you've probably seen him do more coke. Yeah, I may or may not have. Maybe I will not confirm but... nor deny that when I got there, Artie Lang was showering yeah. <laughs> for like five hours. Yeah, what the fuck? but yeah, I mean, it was so like that's like the weirdest. So he messaged us, and like the whole time, I'm like, I'm like, that's not gonna happen. And then, like, I'm literally driving there, and we get a text and says, um, hey, man, can you guys do uh, tomorrow instead? Bruce Springsteen wants to be on the show. <laughs> we're like, oh, we got bummed for Bruce Springsteen. Yeah, and then he, uh, he he pulled us up, and we did it. And there was uh, the weirdest thing was there's a Bruce Springsteen oh, signed guitar on the ground. Like, <laughs> so laying around. Yeah, just, yeah, I was like, oh, God, to have that much money, man. He's like, that's not a comedy guy. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, he's like, I don't care. It's, yeah, it was cool, though. It was, I mean, like, yeah. I snorted coke off it, so it was useful at least. <laughs> but other than that. Yeah, well, we. Uh, uh, I don't blame him. I'm not a big fan of the boss either. So hey, he's aight. He's aight. <laughs> he got some good songs, but, you know. Um, but yeah, we. Uh, that, was, that was cool. That was like. That's crazy. That's yeah. fucking awesome. Oh, it was the coolest fuck. And, like, I always say, like, from that point, I, I did that. I got to open for Brett Ernst in, uh, at Magoobies. Um, that I haven't been back since for whatever reason. <laughs> Never had me back. That was like that was like my year three in comedy, and like both both yeah. those events happened, and I was like, oh man, like I'm I'm about to make it, and then like nothing happens because <laughs> you know it's the world of stand up comedy. So. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah. Yeah. No, I actually have a buddy who opened for Tom Segura. Ah, um, cool. Same thing. Like, hit him up on social media. Be like, he was coming yeah. to, I think he was coming to Hawaii, and my buddy was like, hey, man, can I open for you? He's like, yeah. Yeah, sure. Oh, I do it for everyone. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, because, like, I always, like, I just do shots in the dark. I, I, I messaged Bill Burr when he was here. I was like, because, like, G.D. Fenderson opened for Christopher Titus. Yeah. Just because he messaged him. Like, well, I saw yeah. that uh, Stanhope was coming yeah. somewhere in the area. And I yeah. messaged, oh, into Philly, I think. Yeah. I messaged him to see if he, you know, I could open for him. I well, like, I'd got, love to come do a fucking. Yeah. He uh, got beaten to that. Uh, we, I don't know if we want to turn this into a shit talking podcast. <laughs> uh, there's a guy um, who who messaged him about opening for him. And. Uh, um, he let, he let him because he's Doug Stanhope and he's the fucking boss. This last time Stanhope was here, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and when he was in Philly, yeah, when he was in Philly, he okay. was at uh, um, Comedy Zone, Harrisburg Comedy Zone. Which no, the, no, he was at Philly at the uh, uh, what is the one in Philly that's so popular? The uh, laugh, not the Laugh Factory. Helium? No, um, Helium. Yeah, he yeah, was yeah. at Helium. Yeah, because he he did he did Harrisburg too. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, he was at Helium though. Like and you within the last helium? month yeah. or two. Looks, I was like, yeah. can I fucking open for you? And yeah. I don't think you ever even saw it, but yeah. Well, um, that's what, um, this guy messaged him about it. And, uh, um, what's really funny is, uh, apparently like since then he keeps messaging him like over and over again. And Stanhope. Yeah. Stanhope. Like this guy kept, kept messaging Stanhope and Stanhope finally said, all right. Um, if you do not message me for a full year, I will have you on the podcast. Oh, and he, yeah, so the guy finally stopped and they had him on the podcast. Oh, that's fucking dope. <laughs> you were telling me about meeting him. Yeah. Dude, such a cool dude. Like, dude, that's so fucking cool. He was in Hawaii, you know, and he, he like we went to his show and he was so sick. He was so fucking funny, man. He was so good. He's he's one of those guys that like he signed some fat guy's ass afterwards. That was so funny. <sighs> awesome. Um awesome. So his set was great, and then like I go outside afterwards. I, at the time, I was still vaping, yeah. and this dude that was there in the group that went with us, he he smoked. So like we went outside, and I was in the vape. Dude was smoking, and Stanhope, and I, like we looked up. I was like, "Holy fuck, there's Stanhope!" Stanhope, and my buddy Ray is the biggest Stanhope fan in the world. Yeah, like that's his favorite comedian ever. And I'm trying to text and call Ray because he's still inside. He's, yeah. like, waiting in line to go to the bathroom or to go... No, he's... Actually, I think he went inside to see if there was going to be a meet and greet afterwards. You know, yeah. he's, like, freaking out. He's, like, I gotta meet Stan Hope. And, like, literally, he's right there, right there. 10 yeah. feet from us. Jeez. And he's talking to these people, and they take a picture with him, and he turns, and he sees us, and he's, like, hey, guys. And he just walks up to us, and I'm, like... That's so cool. Holy fuck. That's awesome. And I'm, like... And also, my phone rings. I was, like, hey, Ray, what are you doing? He's, like, hey, man, where are you at? I said, we're standing out here talking with Doug Stanhope. What the fuck? <laughs> Dude, he comes hauling ass out there. And they, he That's walks awesome. up, there's us standing there with Stanhope. And uh, his, I don't know if she's they're actually married, but Bingo, whatever. It's yeah, his bingo, wife yeah, or whatever. Yeah, but whatever, yeah. His partner. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're out there just chilling with them on the street in Waikiki and like. That's awesome. Dude, he was such a nice dude. He was yeah, like, where's everybody partying tonight? What are we doing? You know, yeah, he doesn't like, seem like. Fuck. Yeah, he, he doesn't seem like. A jerk at all he seems like no. those guys who you can just talk to i mean yeah we we yeah. visited with him some other buddies of ours showed up comedy buddies you know my buddy Eddie awesome. M. he walked up and we, he got they got pictures with him and shit you know it's just like he's just cool he's just hanging out out there on the fucking street like he doesn't do a meet and greet he doesn't do like a yeah, just formal chills. thing he just like goes out to smoke a cigarette because he can't smoke inside and yeah rather than going out back where he could he goes out front so he can hang out with everybody that's awesome yeah that's just dope. it was legit as fuck yeah this is great that's cool cool dude uh, the three big ones I met in Hawaii were him, 
uh, Andrew Schultz and Mark Norman. Nice, nice. Mark Norman, like I'm, I picked up at the airport. <laughs> he cool. was coming in for the Aloha Comedy Festival that yeah. a friend of mine was organizing, and was like, "Hey, man, can you do me a favor? What time do you get off work Friday?" I was like, "I don't know. What do you need?" He's like, "Can you pick up Mark Norman at the airport?" It's like. Yeah, yeah, I'll do it. What? <laughs> He's like, yeah, can you pick him up and take him to his hotel? <laughs> yes, yes, I can definitely. I can do that. absolutely, I can, I can do that for sure, yeah. for sure. Which I'll tell you the story off air because I've told it on the podcast many times. But we ended up hanging out with him, yeah. like getting run out of the bar because they closed and like we were all there drinking and it's awesome. Yeah, Amy Miller was there and Sam yeah. Talent and it was just oh, yeah, it yeah. was like this crazy fucking. Like, I'm sitting there going, how the hell did I end up here? Dude, it's like, I there's been so many times, well, not, like, necessarily with that, but even with, like, local guys, where it's just, like, you're just <clears> hanging around, like, shooting the shit, and it's just like, God, there's, like, so much fucking talent in this room. It's like, yeah. how am I, like, what am I doing here? That's, Dude, yeah. There, there's so many talented comics in Hawaii, and yeah. that was a big thing. So, Jimmy Dore was on the Joe Rogan podcast yeah. a couple years ago. Yeah. And what Rogan said wasn't wrong, but it pissed a lot of people off. Yeah. So what he and Jimmy Dore said was that no big name comics have come out of Hawaii, which is kind of true. There aren't a lot of there aren't big names that come out of Hawaii. Yeah. That make it big on the mainland. But what he said was because life's too fucking good in Hawaii. Like, you know, you yeah. good comics come from hard times. True. True. And Hawaii is consistently the happiest state yeah. in the country. <laughs> yeah, I wonder why. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah. but like, and, and what he said wasn't wrong because there have not been big name comics come out of Hawaii. They come out of places yeah. like Boston, New York. Sure. You know, a lot come from cold places. Yeah, a lot okay. of them come from, I mean, most of them that come out of LA are not from LA. Yeah. yeah. They grew up somewhere shitty. Well, and that's what tends to happen, like, even with like the New York guys. A lot of times it's people go to New York to, you know, or you know or like even like because like and then like Bill, uh, Bill Burr was from Boston but like he got big by moving yeah. to New York or like yeah. you know that's what happens to so many of those guys is you know and it's like oh wow moving to like the number one media hub in the country is like somehow makes you more successful I wonder why that is like yeah yeah it, you go where the yeah you gotta go where the, the of course right now yeah. I think it's so oversaturated in places yeah, like that yeah well, now I I feel like it's less necessary to like go to those spots because like if you have like a big room or something like that you can just keep submitting stuff. Like I yeah. feel like you have more odds of being seen by submitting tape and like going to festivals and stuff than actually like moving to New York and just like hoping you get a call to audition for Saturday Night Live. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, because then you're just gonna end up like a Shane, yeah, yeah. Gillis, and yeah. they're gonna find some Baltimore guy. tweet from you, you know that you yeah. made about an Asian person yeah. five years ago I'm saying you specifically because yeah. I know you've done this I have like seven I know you dropped the n-word at least four times seven years ago so <laughs> this, this is actually a, a true fact I'm, about me I'm, like, I'm gonna hold that over your head when I uh, when I shower and I'm like rapping I don't even say the n-word there like I'm like <laughs> I'm, I'm like I say ninja <laughs> <laughs> Just did, in case. <laughs> did, did you did you hear the thing with Burt Kreischer when he was talking with Snoop Dogg? No. And he's, he said something about like somebody asked him, "Do you have you ever said the N word?" He's like, mm -hmm. "I don't know if I'm like in my car by myself and I'm rapping along with a song. I'm singing along with a rap song or something." And Snoop's like, "In my music, you ever say the N word? Sing along with my music?" And he's like, "Yeah, definitely." And he's like, 
for real you have he's like dude i'm by myself in my car <laughs> and i'm listening to your song like yeah i'm not gonna just like be like might want to you know he's like i'm yeah. not gonna just like skip the word like totally i'm into it and, like, <laughs> and he was and snoop was like first of all he was like shocked by it that he admitted it and he was like the fuck am i gonna lie to you for like <laughs> yeah if i'm alone in my car it's like i'm calling somebody that i'm just like singing along with the song and like, by the end snoop was like all right i got you just wasn't expecting you to say that to me <laughs> that's funny yeah i totally i totally like self-censor <laughs> i'm wild man I'm like I'm I say the n word when it doesn't even apply. I don't care. No, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I don't, I don't really. No, like that's a. Well, I'm, I'm getting Chinese food. Like, yeah, exactly. I'm like, what's up, n word? <laughs> like, what was the thing? Uh, somebody said something was the same as the n word, but it was something stupid. Like, it was the dumbest shit ever. It was something like midget, bit, yeah, yeah, midget, midget, or something, midget something one, like yeah. that. Like, you know, midget's just as bad as the N word. I'm like, yeah. no, because you said midget, yeah. but you said the N word. <laughs> exactly. Like, you didn't even say the word. Yeah, you yeah. you will say midget, but you yeah. won't say the N word. <laughs> you Try won't it. say what it is. I say I do say dwarf, just in case you know. I don't know what your little person. Well, I, I know a lot of little people. I don't actually know any midgets, though. Yeah. Like, there's a difference. I hate that term. Is it really? Person. I I literally don't know. I My mean, wife's a little like, person. She's really five, she's five two. That's a little person in yeah. my terms, you know. Yeah, yeah, Anybody yeah. under like five six is a little person in yeah. my opinion. They're not a midget. Yeah, like there's a difference. Like somebody says, "Oh, he's a little person." I'm like, mm, "Is he?" Because yeah. I know little people. I went to school with a little guy. <laughs> he wasn't a midget technically, but he was a little guy. So one of the uh, the first things I ever wrote because like before I started comedy, I used to write like uh, I actually wrote for my high school paper. I had a column. And I would just like basically like tell my own jokes. Ask like, Ryan the liner. Uh, it was the world according to Lina, I think. And like I've read a little bit of it now, and a lot of it's kind of cringy because I was like, "Ooh, liner, of, please." Yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> One of the jokes I had on there was like uh, I was talking about how they're all like the the midget shows on um, TLC, and like I I said like I named a bunch of them, and it was like it was like little people, big world, and then I was like can't reach the top shelf. Okay, I made that last one up. <laughs> and I actually have a bunch of tapes. I, d I did radio in my early 20s. I, yeah. did, uh, I did radio for several years. And, like, I have a bunch of tapes of my old shit. And, like, I should listen to that. And then I'm like, mm, I probably shouldn't. Do you record your sets? <laughs> no, I did radio. Like, no, like now. Did that. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. I, I mean, I, like I said, I recorded the one at uh, the deck. Actually, yeah. I recorded... I recorded both of them, I think, at the cigar shop, too. Yeah. And I, I listen to my sets a lot. And yeah, like, I do, too. But, like, this shit is from my early 20s when I was on radio. Like, I was like, uh, I should yeah. listen to that. I'm like, mm, yeah, I probably shouldn't. It's no, never go down that rabbit hole, man. Never. It's, it never ends well. I loved doing radio, though. That's why I, that's why I started that's doing fun, podcasts. Yeah, because, that, that would probably be. I would love to do, like, sports radio. If I could have, like, a dream job. Well, my dream job is the Oriole Bird. I would be the Oriole Bird in, like, a second. The mascot? Yeah, the mascot. Wow. I would do that so quick. Really? Yeah. I've, I mean, that would be pretty cool. I'm I've applied every year. I never get it. But one day, they're going to be like, yeah, you got it. And I'll be like, yes. That'd be Finally. cool. That would be a dope shot. I'd right? come see you. i got to get to an Oriole game this next year. Oh, uh, yeah. I go to Camden Yards, man. I, oh, you, you probably haven't been, right? No, never been. Oh, dude, it's the best. Best park in all of baseball. So, so good. So, um, my, my wife's dad was born in Baltimore. Oh, okay. Lifelong Orioles fan. Yeah. Lifelong Orioles fan. Yeah. Um... We were hanging out at a dive bar in Kailua, Hawaii. And there was this dude at the bar we're talking with. And he's like, super cool, super chill. He's playing like 
crazy metal music. We're like, oh, this is fucking awesome. Yeah. She's playing great shit. And we were talking. He's like, I'm buy everybody a shot here. You know, because we're all like, like rocking the music. Like, yeah, yeah, cool. Thanks, man. He's like, what do you want? What do you want? What do you want? He buys me, you know, my wife and I each a shot of whiskey and nice. oh, hanging out. He gets up and goes to the bathroom. We're like, ah, oh, cool guy. And this other dude's like, you know who that is, right? We're like, no. He's like, that's World Series pitcher Sid Fernandez. <laughs> the pitch for the Mets in their World Series win. That's like, awesome. What? Yeah, he said he played for the Orioles for a couple of years. Yeah. Like, wait, what? My wife's like, are you fucking kidding me? My dad is like, because her dad passed several years ago. But like, yeah. She's like, my dad is the biggest Orioles fan. Like, yeah. So she didn't say anything to him that night because, you know, she was just like, Oh, this is weird, you know. It's like just kind of a weird thing. We saw him again later at a different bar, different crazy little dive bar in Kailua, and she was like, "Can I bother you for a picture?" She was like, "My dad was a huge Orioles fan." He was like, "Really? Why?" <laughs> She's like, "Well, he was born in Baltimore, so he's like, oh, okay, okay." So I got a picture of her with Sid Fernandez. So. Nice, that's cool. Yeah, I, super nice dude. Like, yeah. I have a challenge right now with the current team because I um, there was this thing called the uh. uh Birdland Caravan where like they would have like the players and they actually went to bars and stuff like that yeah and I took a shot with Adley Rutschman who's like the number one prospect right now yeah um, yeah and I uh, um, I was at a uh, um, it's called Be More Round Town it's like a tailgate before the Ravens games I had a couple Orioles players there they had uh, Cedric Mullins and he was like taking a shot with a bunch of his friends and I kind of just like snuck in and took it with him <laughs> and um, he was advertised there but Ryan Mountcast was their first baseman he mm-hmm. wasn't but like we saw him from like a distance in the VIP section and I was like holy shit like that's, that's Ryan Mountcastle and like I'm sitting here and I'm like I'm like dude if I take a shot with him I've got a third of the starting nine that I've taken a shot with. So I like, I snuck into the VIP section <laughs> and just like went up to him and I was like, I was like, listen to music. And he was like, he was like, he was like chanting something with the guy with like, cause they had like a guy doing stuff. And, um, I went up to him. I was like, Hey man, you ride Mountcastle? He was like, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I told him the whole thing. I was like, I was like, took a shot with Ali Rutschman, took a shot with Cedric Mullins. I was like, he's like, so you want to take a shot with me? I was like, yeah. He's like, Hell yeah, man! <laughs> and then, I mean, awesome. we, yeah, we took a shot of whiskey. It was great. It's fucking awesome. Man. Yeah, it was dope, it was man. Great. It was dope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I grew up, in, you know, I grew up in Texas. I was a Rangers fan my whole life. Uh, uh, remember, uh, I don't know if you remember this. Uh, Kenny Rogers pitched a perfect game for the Rangers. Yeah, the only Ranger pitcher to ever pitch a perfect game. Yeah, you know, they had Nolan Ryan, who was like the no hitter king. Right. Yeah, he has. I was going to say that. Yeah, I was at the game where Kenny Rogers. Pitched really? Per- yeah. Oh, that's cool. With I... my grandmother awesome my grandmother's the biggest baseball fan in the world yeah. she's still alive she's uh like 88 89 she lives in florida yeah in the tampa area and uh yeah she is like she, that's what we would do all summer like i would go stay the summers in dallas with my grandparents yeah and we go to baseball games man nice. i saw so many rangers games awesome and then uh we were we were there that night and it was like the seventh inning like halfway through the seventh inning it was like you know, he's got like a no hitter going, right? And she was like, <laughs> he does. So normally she was always about leaving in the eighth inning. Yeah. Because we could beat the traffic then. Yeah. Sure. Some of the traffic. She was all about it. But that night, like, we got to the eighth inning. You know, we're almost done with the eighth inning. I was like, we can't leave. She's like, no, we can't leave. Rusty Greer made this diving catch. Yeah. In the outfield to save the perfect game in the ninth oh, that's inning. That's fucking awesome. And it was like, holy shit. 
Yeah, we were there for it. That's I've awesome. still got the Will Clark jersey they were giving away that night. Yeah. Oh, that's to the kids under like 15 yeah. and under or whatever. So, that's yeah. cool. That's a nice little piece of memorabilia. Yeah, that was my like big thing I saw in baseball. Oh, I went to the All-Star game in 95, I think, when it was in Arlington. Oh, cool. So I went to that, too. Um, I was at the game where the Rangers beat the Orioles 30-3. to what the fuck? So, uh, that was a thing? Yeah, oh, yeah, dude. Oh, my God. And the thing I don't was, even... uh, it was fireworks night. So, like, a bunch of people, like, you had to, like, stick around because you want to see the fireworks. Holy so, shit. like, no one even, like, left early. <laughs> oh, they all watched the whole thing. Oh, my God. <laughs> it was brutal. That yeah. Bad. That's my, uh, that's my, I diehard Orioles fan. It's a tough life. But. I'm a diehard Rangers fan. I mean, we had a couple runs at the World Series a few years ago. Yeah. Fell short on both. Nelly Cruz fucked us out of that. So, yeah. like, that was the craziest thing seeing that like that ball come in. And, he, and it's like, oh, that's Nelly over there. Yeah. There's no way he's gonna miss this. Yeah. And he puts his glove up, and it went right over the top of his uh, glove. That out would have won them the World Series. Like they were one out away. Brutal. They were literally that hit, and fucking lost the game, From and then game. lost the next game. That was Awful. the that, that would have been the last that would have been the end of it. All Nelly had to do was catch that fucking ball out there in right field. It's terrible. And he he just like stopped, held his glove up, and the ball went right over his glove. Uh, what the fuck? That's awful. Yeah, it's awful. Then he he came here for like a season. Was he with Baltimore? Oh yeah, he, he had a really good year with us, and then they, they they let him walk, and then he you know went on to the Twins and I think Mariners. Mariners, yeah, he ended yeah. up with the Mariners for a while. Yeah, he, he still had a really good run with them. He was he's still playing well for like thirty seven years old, man. Yeah, he was he did he was a great baseball player, man. He was very good. He was what he was really fun to. I was so sad when they let him walk because he was fun to watch. He was man. He was as a Ranger too because yeah. that's where he was for most yeah, of his career. Yeah. Yeah. He had a lot of those guys like. Uh, there was him, Michael Young. Like, yeah. Loved Michael Young. That was the thing. Like, when, when the Rangers had Nolan Ryan running the show, yeah. that's when they went to the World Series two straight years. Yeah. Then this fucking John Daniels douchebag came in as the general manager. And Nolan Ryan was part owner, and general and uh, the general manager got him run out of the organization. Huh. I didn't know that. I didn't know he was part owner. Yeah. He, he actually organized a group that bought the Rangers Huh. The year before they went to the World Series, that's cool. He built that fucking team, yeah. and then like it was it was a group of people that owned the Rangers, and yeah. he was like the the head spokesman or whatever. Sure, sure. Well, then John Daniels came in, and he started doing all this shit, and and Nolan was like, "Whoa, hold on, you can't get rid of you know guys like Michael Young. Like you can't yeah. get rid of Michael Young. He's a." And he was like, um, "We have to get rid of Michael Young. We have to trade him while he still has some value." Jeez. You know what, Ian Kinsler, he's gone too. What the fuck? <laughs> so they got rid of Ian Kinsler because Jerickson Profar they thought was going to be yeah. the next coming of Jesus at yeah, second and then base. Was like, eh. and then like they got rid of of Kinsler. Then three weeks later, Profar got injured and was out for the rest of the season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and never amounted to shit. Uh, you know, nothing compared to Ian Kinsler. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, the thing is, like, the year before Kinsler, like, you know, they had this rule that you didn't negotiate contracts during the season. Yeah. Kinsler went to the organization and said, I want to forego that rule because I want to get locked down as a Ranger. I don't want to go yeah. anywhere else. I don't want to play for anybody else. I don't want to test the free market. I just want to be a Ranger. That's all I want. I love this team. And they were like, absolutely. So they locked him down in a contract. Then the next year, John Daniels traded, traded him to, to Detroit. Brutal. 
It's Rangers are weird because they always like they always sign people for like massive amounts of money and then trade them with yep. those big contracts. It's very weird. And Kinsler's wasn't even a huge contract. That's yeah. the fucked up part because like yeah. he was like, look, I will be very reasonable about reasonable about this. I'm not asking for crazy money. Like I'll be fine for the rest of my life. I just want to play for the Rangers. Yeah. And they traded him. He was like, you know what? Fuck the Rangers. <laughs> he talked so much shit after that. He was like, fuck those guys. Jeez. Fuck John Daniels. And I agreed with him. Like, Daniels we had, a piece of shit. Uh, Dan Duquette was our, our GM. Uh, and he basically, like, made the team. He got the team from Andy McPhail, who, like, we had a pretty good job because we had Manny. We had a pretty decent farm. And uh, Dan Duquette, uh, if you actually, like, watch every decision he made since, like, 2014 it was the wrong decision like <laughs> oh, all of them it was incredible like he 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 let Marcakis and uh Cruz go and then he signed Chris Davis no Chris the- Davis was also a ranger yeah 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 and then yeah. we traded for him and he Chris Davis had some good years here before he became the worst baseball player in history bless his heart yeah, statistically was, he was yeah i know that's crazy crazy because he yeah. was a solid hitter when he was, he was with very good when yeah. he was with the rangers he was really good yeah, like yeah. i loved watching chris davis yeah. play i mean he had, he had a very good i mean loads of power you know yeah yeah crushed the ball yeah they did that uh he extended chris tillman who had a i think like a seven era when he left here um it's actually incredible watching how he like took the team that had we were first place. We, I mean, we got swept in the LCS, but like, we were there. We beat the the uh, three Cy Young Tigers in like the one of the greatest home games ever with uh, um, the Delman Young triple, which is like still is the record for the loudest a stadium has ever been when no Delman shit. Young hit that triple. Yeah, that's yeah, amazing. Camden Yards. The loudest the stadium has ever been recorded. It's a beautiful stadium, too. Oh, it's so. I nice. drive by it all the time, going yeah. into the horrible neighborhoods I work. Yeah, in. you gotta. Yeah. I, I'll tell you, man, going there is not a bad seat in the house. Yeah, I could talk baseball for like ever. <laughs> well, my buddy Ray, that is, has been my co-host on this yeah. podcast for so long, um, he's a huge baseball fan too. Yeah, he's he's a Seattle fan because that's he grew up in Portland, so that was the closest for him. Yeah. Uh, the Rangers are their division opponent, so uh, we had a lot of shit talking, you know. And yeah. we'd he'd come over during their the the Rangers Seattle games, and we'd hang out and we'd drink and we'd watch the games. It's so much fun. Yeah, he wants to come here late summer, hit up uh, a Nationals game, an Orioles game, a Philly game. Uh, he yeah, maybe even going up New York, Boston, yeah. you know. Uh, yeah, all the all the stadiums yeah. in this area. Like. I haven't been to Fenway yet, but the rest of them, I can say Camden blows them out of the water. I mean, yeah. Actually, the National Stadium, um, I, have a, I have a terrible story <laughs> of when I went there. Uh, I got a, they had a sub shop, and I was like, oh, I'm going to sub, it's cool. And I, like, uh, I wanted an Italian cold cut, and there was a line, it was a very long line. And like all the people who got Italian cold cut, they took them off to the side, because they were like, there's too many people who want Italian cold cut. Everyone wants Italian cold cut, stand here. Like I stood there and I patiently waited and a lady came out like carrying all these subs and she says, uh, Italian, Italian, Italian. She gets to me and she says, Turkey. And I said, oh no, I, I had Italian. And I shit you not, she stares at me and says, well, you're going to take the turkey. What the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, and I was like, what? She said, you're taking, and then like I didn't, she didn't give me a chance to respond. She just left. <laughs> <laughs> You can't argue if she's not there. Exactly, yeah, yeah. I couldn't even complain about That's bad customer service. Fucking amazing. <laughs>
Just start doing that. No, you had this. Yeah, and then leave. What are they like gonna I'm gonna do? go to somebody's house next week, you know, yeah. and to do electrical work, and yeah. they're gonna be like, "Oh yeah, I need my entire breaker panel changed." I'm like, "No, you had a light bulb being changed." <laughs> and then leave. No, no, the entire breaker panel. I'm like, "You're gonna take the light bulb." I'm gonna tell my boss, my, text my boss about, "Hey, they just wanted a light bulb. All's good." <laughs> they said they'll still pay whatever. Yeah, they lied. They're gonna pay still. Don't worry. <laughs> so what are they gonna do? You can just yeah. Yeah, I've always thought about that. Like, <laughs> any like, <laughs> do that with any job. Yeah, really. I mean, what what are they going to do? <laughs> Fire you? Whatever. Be a cop. Yeah, exactly. You know, they're going to be like, I'm writing you a parking ticket, but I called because I was assaulted. Well, no, you're going to take the parking take ticket. The parking ticket. <laughs> that's the and end. Of leave. It. Yeah. That's yeah. What are they going to do? Are they going to not believe? Especially at that point, you're a cop. Just shoot him. Yeah. Exactly. Well, like, I. And that's they were the black thing, in public. Okay. Fuck it. That's not. <laughs> That's it's a white actually, guy. So he looked black, okay? It was dark. The, the only time I ever got booed on stage uh, was um, I, I have my bit about uh, you know, the Jack the Ripper joke. You know the one I'm talking about? It's like uh, um, the Jack the Ripper documentary was like uh, Jack the Ripper's thought to kill four people. But yeah, yeah. And I, I had a tag that I used to add to that where I was like, you kill four people in America. They didn't even take your guns away. Uh, they just ask if you want to be a cop. And, like, I thought that joke was killer. I told that, like, three times, and, like, it crushed. And then at the Baltimore Comedy Festival, I tell that joke, and it just dead silence. (laughs) (laughs) And then one guy goes, boom! (laughs) And I was like, well, I'm never telling that tagline again. (laughs) Like, well, we can see which show the cops came to. Yeah, right? And I was like, in Baltimore, I thought this would kill. Right? I know. I saw, like, huge defund BPD, like, billboards. They're not actual billboards. It's like somebody put a piece of plywood up over a billboard and spray spray painted it. Sure, sure. As as you do. As one does. That's, like, all over Baltimore, though. Yeah. I've seen that shit so many times. Yeah. Yeah. Like, there was one. It was a cool mural, but, like, right over the face. They put this big piece of plywood and spray painted <laughs> defund BPD. I was like, oh, come on. That was a piece of art, you fuck faces. There's, there's put it over the, the fucking Walmart, you know, billboard right <laughs> yeah, next door. Yeah, come yeah. on. There's uh, there's uh, some cool murals. There's one in, uh, there used to be a spot uh, called Wind Up Space. It got shut down. Uh, but there was a say wino lot. space wind up space oh wind up yeah, wind space, up space okay. yeah it's and uh, not as cool but okay. yeah there was a mural of just like a chinese guy there's like a very like well-painted face up on the side of the building yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. i've seen that i have no idea who that is i don't either but it's yeah. an amazing it's a, mural I've seen yeah, it. it's yeah. Like, it's so like actually so there well. was a defund bpd right well, by next that mural. To, nice. yeah like right nice. next to actually nice. i think i have a picture of it yeah yeah like that was like i was like holy shit i don't no idea who it was yeah, i was no like idea. looking yeah. at that picture going and who is that because yeah. i just say it's general sal oh wow <laughs> yeah his chicken is it's, like it's very good yeah Oh, that's is it because the, it's kind of in the hood and it's chicken? Is that why you said that? No, it's because that's the most delicious chicken recipe mm-hmm. on the that's planet. That's what I'd say if I was lying, too. <laughs> Cancel again. Cancel yeah. again. And right next to hip-hop, fish, and chicken. That's some racist shit. Is that is it actually there? What, hip-hop, fish, and chicken? Have you not seen those all over? No, I, I haven't been to them, but like, I've seen them. Are They're they, all over. They're only in the hood. They're like... It's there's like, one in Edgewood. It's, it's like there's one in Edgewood. There's one in Edgewood. Oh. I mean, but yeah, it's on I mean, Edgewood's it, kind of hood too. It's like right on like the. Uh, it's like right after the sheets, and that's kind of like the last bastion before you're actually like on the road to Baltimore. I've been to Edgewood twice, and they were both to go to the deck to see comedy shows. So. Yeah, Edgewood's um, a, Edgewood's pretty hood. It's, it is a little hood. Yeah, I, but I used to work there. It's literally like okay, so what can we make? Well, let's let's make a let's let's make some money. We're gonna go to the hood. 
we'll sell fried fish and chicken. Okay, that works. But what can we do to really let people know in the hood that this is for them? Like, oh, I know. We'll name it hip hop. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's fucking perfect. Like, this is two old racist white dudes. Like, like that's how that shit came about. Garen fucking T. So the worst thing uh, that I've ever seen is on the Amtrak to go into Baltimore. There's a sign that says, uh, it says, that looks delicious, but please don't eat. And it's a bucket of fried chicken. <laughs> and I'm like, Jesus. <laughs> like fucking that that was that was decided yeah i'm trying to find this picture i've got the picture of the big asian dude on the side of the building like i know i have that hey this was crazy this was like i just threw my phone so this is in the safeway parking lot right around the corner up here back in the late summer giant fucking snake just like and he went like up and up on the sidewalk to the safeway and like underneath all the plants and shit and the people there were freaking the fuck out. That's awesome. Like, losing their minds. The manager was like, we have to get rid of it. We have to get it out of here. I'm like, that's a snake. It's a big man. fucking rat snake. Yeah. It's not going to hurt anything. Yeah, no, we got to get fine. it out of here. I'm yeah. like, that, can you come get it? Are you scared of snakes? I'm like, no, I'm not fucking scared of snakes. But I'm also not doing that. <laughs> well, like, I had my toddler in the car, and, and he wouldn't even... He's technically a toddler, but he's barely over a year old. You know, I'm like, yeah, yeah. I've got a baby in the car, dude. I'm not going to go up here and play goddamn... Steve Irwin in front of fucking Safeway. He's like, this is not happening. It's funny. They were like, they were really weird about it. They're like, you're not going to come get this snake? I'm like, no. The fuck? Are you serious, dude? (laughs) So, yeah, I did not go get the snake. Gosh. (laughs) That's interesting, though, like cruising around Baltimore. Like, it's it's a city I'm not familiar with at all. Yeah, I love Baltimore. I mean, it's it's got, I mean, it definitely has like the, the, the bad areas, but the good areas are awesome and like just beautiful well that's the thing like my it's, only yeah. knowledge of baltimore was like the the trump thing about it calling it a shithole you know it's not like, a, yeah and yeah. and I, that's like literally all i knew like there's, yeah. it's a shithole and the orioles and the ravens yeah. like that's all and pimlico yeah so like yeah. those are the things i knew about baltimore yeah. so i get there and i'm like no there are really nice there's neighborhoods so much really nice stuff there i, I mean, know because yeah. i drive through them on the way to the neighborhoods i work in yeah which yeah. are the ones trump was talking about yeah like, yeah yeah every I mean, single one of them yeah and there are, there are some really really bad neighborhoods and there it's, are it's some such a shame really uh, bad neighborhoods. oh here yeah. it is here it is there's the yeah yeah that's the one yeah and yeah look right defund nice. bpd right next nice. to it just nice. on plywood like stuck over a Nice. Like, who is that, though? I have no idea. Like, anybody listening, if you know who this is, hit us up. Yeah, I want to know. Let me know. High Comedy Pod yeah. at Instagram or um, High Comedy Jason. Hey, Hip Hop Fish and Chicken. Nice. Yeah, that's one. Yeah. I've never been. I'm sure it's good. I'm sure it is, too. One day I'm going to go there. Without a doubt, the most racist sounding shit I've ever heard. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's pretty bad. Yeah. It's yeah. like, man, who names their shit that? <laughs> So like you, you were born and raised in this area. Like, yeah, this is yeah, where yeah. you're from. Yeah, I, uh, um, born in Haverhill Grace, and uh, pretty much I went to school in Bel Air, in Aberdeen. So I went to okay. a private school. Uh, Whoa, yeah. rich yeah. white folk got everything. Yeah, well, I yeah, look at you. yeah. My uh, um, was it the John Carroll? Yeah, John Carroll. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. my son is obsessed with that school, and he's like, really? He like we are not religious people whatsoever. And yeah, that's a Catholic school, but like. Yeah. He's like, the school just looks awesome. And they got yeah. this crazy football field because he's all about football. So when I was there, uh, they had none of that. Really? I Yeah, all that stuff. So they, they're about to build a baseball field right now. And it's supposed to be uh, one in like the top 10 most advanced baseball fields like 
in like the country. Holy shit. Yeah. So when I went there, it was still, I mean, it's, it's still a pretty young school, but like I always yeah. joke, like none of the, like the rich people died and donated a ton of money to the school yet, but now they're all starting to kill over and they're donating all this money. And like they redid the football field. I mean, when I was there, that field is pretty much just dirt. I mean, we had the wow. crappiest field. Yeah. Now there's like a couple different fields. Yeah. There. Now like it's, it's super like, nice. It's Mike. crazy. We drove yeah. through it and my son was like, I want to go to school here. Yeah. I was like, I don't it's think very you do. Crazy. Yeah. Uh, my, uh, uh, my whole family went there. No um, shit. Yeah. My, uh, my, cause my cousin actually just graduated last year. So I went up there and, uh, we did the, um, and they've, uh, it used to be really, really good school. I, I really liked it when I was there, but lately it's, it, it so it's, a, it was a Catholic school, Yeah. but it never used to be like super Catholic. Yeah. It was like, it was well run. And like the, the so you never got molested? No, no. Well, not there. <laughs> but uh, um, you tried. But, yeah. I was like, but they were like, no. And I was like, here it is. Like, put that away. Yeah, um, we don't do that here. <laughs> yeah, but the uh, uh, the vice principal was like not a super Catholic guy. He was like Protestant, and they were fine with it. And he pretty much ran the school. Um, but now it's been like pretty much become like a crazy like hypo. Christo fascist shit where it's like yeah it's gotten apparently it's gone like really really downhill which mm. is sad uh because it was a it, it was at one point like a really really nice spot um, yeah and i i loved it there i mean because i they let me write that's how i started writing comedy was for uh it was called the patriot was their newspaper and um it was like fucking award-winning i mean like constantly national awards like i i was oh, nominated wow. for stuff yeah that's awesome um, yeah it was super cool and um, one of the, one of the things that the first thing that like made it start to go downhill was um, it used to pretty much be like its own entity and like we were allowed to publish stuff that wasn't necessarily Catholic like we had like um, abortion debates stuff like that it was really cool and yeah. um, they uh, uh, the principal ended up taking over the Patriot and she said like we can only uh, publish stuff that I approve of and like after that it became like just nobody like wants to basically read the principal's propaganda of the newspaper, <laughs> right. you know. It's like the rest of the media in this yeah, country. Exactly. Like yeah, exactly. Yeah, pretty much. It. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like, got an agenda for sure. Yeah, it's like when Jeff Bezos bought the Washington Times yeah. like, or yeah. Post, whatever he bought. New York Post? He bought one of them. I don't know. Did he? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. What doesn't that fucker own now? Exactly, you know? yeah. Like, that must be he bought like, that and then like made yeah. a spaceship out of newspapers. Yeah, he was like, that must be so nice. Is like, I'm just going to buy somebody and make them say good things about me. <laughs> like, if I was going to, I'd buy a midget. I'm not going to lie. I'd just have a midget like follow me around to say like, they'd be my hype man they just about come everything. Just come, like, look at that. Yeah, they'd like tickle my balls and tell me how great I am. Like that would be, if I was that rich, that's what I would have. Just a midget following me around. All the time, yeah. That midget hype man all the time. And okay, you kind of have to be black too, because just something about like getting a compliment from a black guy like hits different. Oh, it's it's the best. Dude. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like yeah. anything, like, yeah. like doesn't matter what they compliment you on your your hair, your clothes, your sh- if they, your shoes. Oh, I mean, fucking forget yeah. about it. Yeah. But like anything, like a black guy compliments you on a joke. Oh your, yeah, your style. That's the best. Like, anything. They, yeah. There's like a black midget hype man. That's what I want. Like <laughs> nothing would make me feel. I don't, I don't know how much that, that costs. I don't either, but I mean that's why I say if you're Jeff Bezos, he probably how would has, you not? He probably has like six. Probably he has one for each day of the week. Probably all like different yeah. races too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's right. He has like <laughs> he has like it's a small world like in his basement, right? Exactly. <laughs> it's like, but it's like real people. <laughs> <laughs> 
I can see it. I can see it. Yeah, yeah. He just gets in a boat and just I like it's complimented. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's a small, small world, world and you own it all. <laughs> it's a small <laughs> world and you own it all. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, it's, he definitely has that. It's <laughs> definitely what I would have too. I don't even blame him. I ain't even mad at the guy. I'm like, just a spaceship powered by midgets. It's crazy. Just <laughs> imagine having so much money that you're just like, I, I could fix all the world's problems, but I'll just go to space. Fuck it. <laughs> but here's the thing I love. Like, the minute this dude does go to space, though, some congressman is like, we have to tax all non-scientific travel to space. I'm like, yeah. carry a thermometer with you and test the temperature and be like, all right, it was scientific. You know what I mean? Like, that's the dumbest. Like, like that is, like, the most quintessential, like, example of the government feeling like they own all of us. Like, you did something for fun, we're gonna find out how to fuck you for it. Yeah. Like, that was the most... I was like, it wasn't even 24 hours after you went to the space the first time, so I was like, we have to tax all non-essential, non-scientific travel to space. I'm like, fucking seriously, dude? Can you just let... Can you just calm down for a minute and let Shatner have this, okay? Like, let Will Shatner have his moment and say... Fuck you to Mark Hamill. I made it to space first. <laughs> you know damn well they have a, a text chain back and forth. Oh, Mark for sure. They, yeah. And William Shatner just like. Yeah. They and, go back and forth. Yeah. And I'm sure Hamill's like blocked him after this, the whole space. Oh, thing. Like, yeah. Because like, it was like done. a non-shot. Fuck yeah, you. I went to space. Yeah. Uh-huh. Fuck you. I went to space. <laughs> Mr. Skywalker. hundred percent. hundred percent. Without a doubt. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. Uh, Born here, uh, with raised college, here, raped yeah, at the Catholic school yeah, here, here yeah. always. You know, um, should I go to college here too? Yeah, yeah, I went which to Towson. 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 Yeah. Oh, okay. Towson. I did the uh, the tune, uh, which is like the it's Towson University, but it's a uh, um, it's pretty much like a satellite campus, so it's like right here for University of Maryland. Yeah, no, it's for for University of Towson. Oh, University. Of Towson. Oh, you mean yeah. the one here? Okay, yeah, yeah. It's like right you, next to you. HCC. So yeah, I yeah. I did college, but I did like the cheapest way possible. Oh yeah, and I still have that. But you know, um, yeah. Well, like I did a community college, and then like uh, yeah, that's what there's I like did. University yeah. of A and M at Commerce, which Commerce was a little dinky down in Northeast yeah. Texas, and yeah, it was oh, associated okay. with the A and M. Yeah, that's exactly what this is, pretty yeah. much. Yeah, yeah, it was cool. It was nice. Yeah, yeah that's how I, I started comedy there. I was trying to impress a girl. She uh she came in and she was like she was like she had just like just broken up with her boyfriend, and um because I was thinking about doing it already because I had like done the research and she was like she's like I just want a boy who takes risks and I was like well I'm doing stand up comedy and, mm-hmm. and nothing happened with that but now I do comedy so right, yeah. don't say nothing happened with that because comedy happened true that, true you know I mean? true yeah here you are still doing it yeah and, still uh, yeah I still, still have loving it. It's the same joke about being single. It's still my opener. The Wawa joke. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's the first oh, joke yeah. I ever wrote, actually. Yeah. No shit. Yeah, that was the first one I ever wrote. And, nice. uh I still... It's probably the only survivor for my first set, I think. I think pretty much all the rest of them. Because my first set was seven minutes long. Um, Because at Mugubi's, it's like the more people you have, the oh, yeah, yeah, more yeah. time. No, it was nine. I did nine my first uh, time. Yeah. So what's the like bare minimum if you don't bring anybody? So you have to bring five. You have to bring five people? You have to bring five. Still, is it that way? Uh, I assume. I mean, this was three years ago when I did it. Mm -hmm. Um, It's going to be tough for me because I don't know anybody. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Fuck. I'm like, I I do want to get on. Like, I want to go up at Magoobies. Like, I love that. Yeah. Oh, it's honestly, that thing's very worth it because like, and it's, I I know people kind of bitch about bringer shows, but like in that atmosphere, it's so much better because like you're in a club. 
This yeah. isn't just like some guy's restaurant. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, well, yeah. there's like a Broadway comedy club in New York City. Yeah. Um, yeah. So they, they do. a. Uh, I know somebody who does a bringer show at Broadway comedy club. Yeah. And she was a comedian in Hawaii. Yeah. And like a lot of people bitch about the bringer shows, like you said. And, you know, I can see both sides of it. Yeah. I really I can. can. Yeah. But like 90% of what she posts is in defense uh, on social media is in defense of bringer shows. Yeah. Or political stuff, but sure. Um, now she's a you know, she actually drugged me, dragged my wife and I into the first comedy show I went to in Hawaii. She was out front barking. She was performing at this nice. little like hole in the wall like tattoo shop and bakery in Kailua. Ah. Weird, called the Collective. Great spot, but a uh, dude named Reese Paul, <clears throat> who was actually the first guest on this podcast, yeah, was doing a comedy show there, and Victoria Arnstein was out front. Hey, are you guys coming to the comedy show? We were like, what? There's a comedy show? We had no fucking idea there was a comedy show here. She's like, well, you're coming now and dragged us inside. Ah, and awesome. it was like, you know, 10 bucks to get in sure. and yeah. uh, BYOB. So oh, we're nice. like, well, let us run down to the CVS and buy beer because, you know, CVS sells beer in Hawaii and Maryland wine and the, oh, yeah, the liquor laws. The liquor laws so, here are so, so stupid. I, I get very mad about it. We, we were just allowed to have bottomless brunches in Bel Air. Jesus. It was literally illegal to have bottomless brunches. What the fuck? So dumb. Anyway, we went, we went down, grabbed some beer, came back, enjoyed yeah. the comedy show. It was great. I was like, holy nice. shit, there's comedy nice. here in Hawaii. Yeah. You know, like we were we were just walking around downtown Kailua. And yeah. then um, we had Victoria on the podcast later. Um, and then another promoter came on, talked shit about her. I think Ray might have said something about her because she, she's Jewish. She's a Jew. Mm. So, like, Ray yeah. might have talked some shit about her being too Jewy or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. We, but we have. Nothing against Victoria. Like, she's she's cool. But she's right up the road in New York City. She doesn't she's just her. the right amount of Jew. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't give a, yeah, I just, you know. Yeah. She, Ray has a thing with any religion. Like, ah, gotcha. So, like, gotcha. And probably understandably so because he was raised Mormon. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think that would taint you towards religion if yeah, you were raised Mormon that. and then you hit yeah. the age of reason and we're like, yeah. this is crazy. Like, yeah. I think. I think you'd have a chip on your shoulder about religion in general. Well, because so. I'm, I consider myself religious, but I was born like, I was raised like super Catholic, like church every Sunday, like, and like now I kind of do kind of scoff at a lot of organized religion, even though I consider myself religion, religious, but then like I look at some stuff and I'm like, yeah, okay. Like, yeah. And like, if yeah. you're going to look at anything and go, Ooh, like Mormonism is definitely yeah. one that would like, Ooh. yeah, it's a little, Ooh. Yeah, like it's that far above Scientology, you know? Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, yeah. No, I, like I'm an atheist and a Buddhist. Yeah. People yeah. are like, you can be both? Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah um, the Buddhist religion is very cool. Yeah, it's very more cool. of a philosophy than a religion. Yeah, really. Like, it's yeah, not yeah. Because Buddha's not a god. Yeah. Buddha was just yeah. a dude. You don't yeah. pray to him. You just like, yeah. like, hey, He's that dude appreciated his life. Exactly. We should do that too. Yeah, yeah. So like I kind of, you know. Yeah. That's my wife. We we attended a Buddhist temple in uh, Hawaii when we were there. It was great. Yeah. People were amazing, but... That's a weird tangent. We got anyway, but yeah, like you know, there was some shit about that, and like I said, Ray called her too Jewy, and Ugh. another guy talked shit about her, and it was just like, oh man, yeah. like I'm not trying to, you know, like this is not what this podcast has been about. Yeah, yeah. Like, well, I, they don't want to talk shit about sure, sure anybody that doesn't like really deserve right. It. Yeah, and I don't. I'm, I'm. I've never been that guy who likes to talk crap about people. I mean, like I do. Like I always say, like. Anything that I like talk about behind people's back, like I will gladly say it to them as well. Yeah, like, um, like John Stonebreaker is a guy that I'm, I'm pretty, 
Uh, me and him are hopefully going to be running a show soon at JD Smokehouse. Oh, that's he, when I was yeah. actually talking about hitting up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he has that's the whole cool. thing set up, but he's been like crazy busy. But um, me and him are like complete opposite like political spectrums, and um, we'll bicker about it all the time. Yeah. And like I, I've made fun of him sometimes, like in different posts, and then he'll kind of be like, "You like, oh man, like I wish you wouldn't do that." And I, I told him straight up, I was like, I was like, I mean, that's all stuff that I've definitely said to you before. <laughs> like I said the same thing to you about it. Like, yeah, like yeah. I just basically yeah. quoted our conversation. Yeah, right? pretty much. Yeah, where I was, I was like, that's all stuff that I, I said to you before. And then he's like, oh yeah, I guess it's fine. But I'm that way with everybody. Like I literally like, told yeah. you, I could. You had one of Trump's ball hairs stuck in your <laughs> teeth, like. <laughs> Literally, I told you that exact thing that I said in that post, and that you kept it so you could floss with it every night. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And had that's... its own little satin pillow you'd put it on after you got done. Yeah, but that's how I am with like everybody. Like I'll and I'll, I'll rip on everyone, but it's all stuff that I will like. I I always say it in like good nature stuff, you know. Yeah. I, I I hate toxicity in any environment especially in comedy because like we're all oh. here to have fun. You yeah, know? that was the other thing uh, Ray had against uh, Victoria because she's like ju- too Jewy according to her. And she's a huge Trump supporter, so like, uh, yeah. yeah, that was like, like two strikes against her, and he was just like, yeah, like especially when he got to drinking, he just go off on tangent. Yeah, but yeah, but then would turn out to be like, look, you know, we have nothing against her. Like, she's been on the podcast; she's a friend of the pod, yeah. and you know, she does. She puts on a, a show at, at Broadway College Club. I would fucking kill to go perform in New York City. Like, yeah, she's yeah. she's making that happen for people. So the guy who runs that anybody who's yeah. doing comedy, I'm like, he uh, the guy who runs Broadway posts and like the comedy like facebook chats all the time no shit asking for people yeah he he invited me up and he said i only had to bring like one person so he Mm. might if we we can do that make a little road trip i'm down we just just made a plan on this podcast right i know i'm definitely down for that we went to new york i'd never been to new york city until uh i've never been you you still haven't no no really like living this close i know i know it's my sister fucking lives in jersey like you can see the skyline from her house and i still haven't been so, the weekend before we moved into this house, yeah. we took a road trip. Um, wife and I took the kids. We had a hotel right at 50th, on 50th in Manhattan. And we spent the weekend, like, just, we walked. I walked 14.8 miles, I think, Jeez. that Saturday. Like, we walked from... 50th street to like 8th street like, wow and over and across and yeah. down and back all through the west village um ah, fuck dude we went all over from midtown awesome. all the way down to the village uh god we did so much fucking walking it was so fun though like yeah. i got to see the tree at rockefeller center that's been one cool. of my like cool bucket list things since i was a little kid and watching yeah. the macy's thanksgiving day parade so nice anyway and it, it sucked too because i was like I wonder if Norm, Mark Norman or Sam Morello are going to be performing anywhere or Joe List, you know, in, in New York at the yeah. stand or the cellar or anything. So I was looking up and they were all out of town somewhere else. Ah, that like, sucks. Fuck. Yeah. I wanted to go, go catch him. I was like, if, if, like, if Mark hadn't had anything going, I was going to like text him and just be like, hey, dude, because like I've got his number and I've like never reached out, never wanted to bother him or anything like that. But I was like, yeah. if I was there and, uh, there's a couple of comics up there that I, oh the other one I know from New York is uh Louis J Gomez oh cool one of the Legion of cool. Skanks guys yeah, 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 yeah. like yeah. he uh I've got his number too like fuck yeah I'll tell you how I got his number off here <laughs> help him out with something when he was in Hawaii ah yeah, um, sure sure yeah super nice dude he was like do you ever in New York I go see a show Hell need yeah, anything man. just yeah. holler at me I was like thanks man super cool dude uh, actually just 
like went to his hotel and like met him at his hotel and like, he was staying at the Kahala Hotel, which is like this super nice resort. And yeah, like off of Waikiki and yeah, just went hung out, visited nice, him for a bit down there. Awesome. It was like dope. Yeah, such a nice guy. But yeah, yeah, like I would love to go to fucking New York City and just watch yeah. comedy, oh, let alone yeah. perform. Like I'd love to perform comedy up there. Yeah, but. yeah, well, that's that's I I I need to do it. Like, yeah, I've done it in done Philly. I've done DC. I've done. I've done all like the spots here except for New York. I haven't done so. I'll that'll be like my last East Coast state. That yeah. Well, I guess Boston would count, but I fucking I don't even know how to get in there. It's a long ways too. Yeah. <laughs> it's a long way to Boston. Well, from th- here. actually, I'm going to go to Fenway. That's my oh, well, yeah. yeah. So when I do that, yeah. I'll probably just do it too for find something to do up there. Yeah, yeah. that makes sense. Now I got to do New York City, and like I'm down to do that anytime you want. If yeah, he's like, you want to bring somebody? Yeah, I'll uh, I'll like, reach out to him again. It's I. I if I see his name, I'll remember it because every now and then he posts and yeah. I'm like, Oh yeah, that's the guy. And then I just, I forget, but yeah, I'll, I'll yeah. let him know that we have two people and we can probably get, I can probably get maybe I can probably get a couple people to come up. I don't know. We'll, we'll figure it out. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm definitely down for that. Cause I would love to do New York city like that. Yeah. So that's like a, Oh yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, there'd be nothing better than that. Yeah. Well, there's a couple. I but like I haven't done any of the places right now. I haven't even done Baltimore yet. Really? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've oh, fucking done. Gotta do Lou room, man. Lou's I know. Really good. Yeah, I've been wanting Michael to first. so bad. Yeah. And like, his space is really good. There's there's still some really good ones. Um, I rarely even do open mics anymore just because I like it's so hard for me to dedicate the time because even living up here, yeah, you know, it's so disheartening to go down there and see three people and just whatever. A motorhouse is super good. Motorhouse yeah. is really yeah. Motorhouse That's is a cool. really really good mic. Um, yeah, there's there's a lot of really good ones down there. That's one of the reasons I'm trying to like I'm trying to start stuff up here, just yeah. because like and I th- I think. Because down in Baltimore, there's other stuff to do. Up here, yeah. there's nothing to do. So, like, if there's a comedy show, people will just show up. You know? Yeah, I think if we were doing one here, and even in Bel Air, if we did yeah. one somewhere other than the cigar shop, I think we'd have a good turnout. Oh, yeah. For I think sure. being in the cigar shop did yeah. hurt it a little bit. Yeah. Um, I know on some of the posts, I saw people asking comedians that are going to be there, is it, you know, is, yeah. is there anywhere to sit where there's no smoke? Or yeah. I'm like, well, no, well, it's a yeah. cigar shop. Because I did. Um, I was smoking a scar on stage the second show. I was like, there. <laughs> I uh, I did a show at Looney's and at Black Eyed Susie's, and both of them sold out. Wow. I mean, so Looney's, we had 70 people, and uh, Black Eyed Susie's, we had 45, and that's the most. This was during COVID. Oh, yeah. So so I might have an in for Black Eyed Susie's now. Okay. Yeah. So our, our realtor that yeah we worked with to buy this place. Yeah. Like, his best friend owns Black Eyed Susie's. Hell, yeah. He's a super and, nice guy, so... I, I need to like start reaching out to people again because it was not I don't want to talk too much about the fallouts that I've had but nothing yeah. was against owners none of it was my fault <laughs> so I, right. nobody had fallout with me <laughs> yeah you you did tell me I think I told you a little yeah, bit you did about tell me stuff. a little about that about the, especially with the loonies thing that's the one that was like I'm still whoa. so mad about that because that that that's space, a huge place that spot was so perfect oh my god it was so perfect and they oh, were we had like, at the tower the other day that's another yeah. one I think would be good um, the, yeah that stage upstairs they have yeah it's a little weird because like most people are going to be on the sides so yeah. you kind of have to like turn and face this yeah. way I think to do I think that'd be a, a good stage though yeah be a good yeah. One. they had a good lighting setup. oh yeah. yeah and I mean like people people show up for that stuff I mean they yeah. really do even like even on a Thursday night, people come out just to yeah. do it, you know. So well, it was last night we went there. It was a Thursday night, yeah. and it was like this yeah. music bingo thing they were doing. Yeah. And there was you know a decent amount of people there. Yeah, I mean, like I said, there's nothing to do in Harford County, <laughs> so yeah. like people will show up for comedy. And yeah, it's, there's enough like diversity here with thought. 
that people would absolutely like like you can like actually get like a good crowd of like it doesn't matter like you don't have to gear all your jokes to one particular type of audience like like I'm talking mainly about like like political stuff yeah yeah but yeah there's there's enough like diversity of thought in Hartford County that like any joke's gonna hit and just crush so yeah it, I, I did that's one thing I did notice at the cigar shop was that there's a little less political diversity like because I made a joke uh, both times there I did the same joke and it didn't hit either time yeah and I didn't try it at Edgewood I probably should have but I just didn't think of it but it was something about um the effectiveness rating on condoms how they're only like if you like account for how many people misuse them the actual effectiveness rate is only like 70 something percent and I was like I used to think they should print that on condoms but then I saw how you fuckers reacted to a vaccine that was only 95% effective <laughs> and I don't want you all just out there raw dogging it because your condom is not as effective as you think it should be because we don't need your water headed fucking babies running around <clears throat> something along yeah. those lines you know yeah, I worded yeah. a little more eloquently but basically it was like yeah. I've seen how you fuckers reacted to the vaccine yeah, maybe you don't need to realize that condoms are only seventy percent effective because you just stop using them. Yeah, the uh, Bel Air is pretty much fifty fifty. I will say, Habit of Grace is pretty conservative. Really, that's yeah, that surprises me because there's a lot of artistic people up there. It's a very like artsy town. There's a lot of there's a lot of artists in yeah. Habit of Grace, so I expected yeah. it to lean a lot more liberal. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's kind of interesting, but it's like uh, I, I don't really know why it is. Because they way. have money, I think so. I think, <laughs> yeah. I think it's just the very wealthy. Like uh, we're too rich to be. Yeah, but like Bel Air, Bel Air is uh, pretty liberal. Um, Edgewood's pretty liberal. Uh, Edgewood's kind of weird because it's like old. The conservatives there are like old school conservatives. Like I don't know. I don't know how else to explain that. It's just very. I don't know Harford County is like a, such a mixed bag. It really yeah. is. I mean, I'm sure that the conservatives there at uh, in Edgewood, they're like they're probably not big fans of a. Uh, Oh, your favorite guy, Ben Shapiro. But <laughs> yeah. they might also drop the N word every once in a while. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fuck Ben Shapiro. I, I have like so I've I've you'll have me ranting. I I I can talk so much shit about Ben Shapiro and Stephen Crowder. Like like I don't I don't care. But like my big thing with with Shapiro was the whole wet ass pussy thing. That's what so did it for funny. me with him. So, he's self parody. It's amazing. <sighs> So, the only thing better than him talking about wet ass pussy was Gilbert Gottfried yeah, reading, reading yeah. the lyrics to wet ass pussy. <laughs> that is like the funniest thing ever. Like, I fucking loved that. I uh, um, actually had a soundboard on here where I had a bunch of wet ass pussy drops and shit on do it. Do you have wet ass p word? Make that pull no, out game week. No, I don't. Have, I don't have any Ben Shapiro. Oh, boo. Like, I, I, I could write I people like people to keep their lunch down. I don't need to. Have you ever like so? I I. It's kind of like the brown note. I hate Ben Shapiro so much that it's kind oh, of like an obsession. That's why I mentioned it. Oh yeah, yeah. I've have, seen your posts. Have you read his books? <laughs> no. Oh, why would the fuck would so I read bad. Ben Shapiro's books? So like, he he so like his whole like his like origin story is he was gonna be a he tried to be like a Hollywood writer and he bombed out because he couldn't write. Um. And so he like wrote nonfiction books, and they're so bad, like hilariously bad. No, um, I uh, no, I can't even imagine. Yeah, it's they're they're it's incredible. It, ben Shapiro's the type of guy like even if I agreed with him on something, he would still piss me yeah. off. Like, <laughs> okay, here's some of my sound drops I've had. All right. 
<laughs> it, was, it was an anti-mask debate. Oh, that's great. Now, hold up. Let me, hold on just a second. Let me pause it for a second. All right, I think I've got it now where the sound drop should actually record. I didn't oh, have that nice. set up, so hold on. Yeah, most child molesters love them. <laughs> Dude, just had like a bunch of the uh, the crazy ass um, school board meetings, though. <laughs> it ends in the bubble. I had a couple of the good ones from the like. Uh... <laughs> there was that like that preacher that was. Uh, he's a black preacher, and he called. Uh, he talked about how Obama was gay, and then like. The Trinity of Evil was like Obama, somebody else, and Oprah. And it was like this crazy, crazy motherfucker. But here you go. Nice. I love it. <laughs> Will you shut up, man? And then this one here. Oh, God. Oh, it's so bad. Anyway, the mental gymnastics are just incredible to me. So, all right, we're back. Sorry, I had to take a little pee break. I had to go to the bathroom. I did too, and I need to refill the drink. This is definitely a drinking podcast. Yeah. So is the other one I do with my wife, the adulting under the influence. Shockingly, that one's a drinking podcast. With a name like that, you know, who would have thought? Yeah, who would have thunk it? (laughs) Um, We're actually looking at getting a bartender, like an actual like mixologist bartender to come in and join us for a podcast. Oh, that'd be cool. So we can talk like crazy horror stories that they've experienced in the industry and get them to mix us drinks. Yeah. I think that'd be. That's one of my uh, one of my closest friends is a bartender. And, no shit. Like oh, here yeah. locally? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She does uh, bonefish. Oh, no shit. Yeah, and she's, I mean, she's really good. She always makes up shit. Uh, and it's, it's very helpful to have because, um, you know, it's nice to have somebody who can actually make really good tasting drinks. <laughs> I don't know if she's like a professionally trained mixologist, but I'm pretty sure she is. It's not this person, is it? No. Okay. No. Because no. this is a person who was talking to us about yeah. coming on. And I was cool. Like, is that so? I don't know. Yeah, no. If you, if you uh, vouch for this person, I would uh, be interested because we definitely would like a good a good bartender to come in and like yeah. hang. Uh, you had I made you a Manhattan. Yeah, it was good. <laughs> I love, um, yeah, I love good Manhattan. Manhattan old fashions are two of my favorites. Yeah, yeah. Well, this I'm, I'm, I do this old fashions with a simple syrup, yeah. but I made my own simple syrup. Oh, and cool. I infused it with uh, some star anise and some cloves mm-hmm. and a, some cinnamon stick and stuff like that. Like yeah. I actually like made my own herb infused you know or, uh, spice yeah. infused yeah. simple syrup so i'll do that and like a couple dashes of regular angostura bitters and then a, a dash of the orange bitters yeah and uh i make a pretty good old-fashioned yeah so. yeah it's my wife's favorite like when i make yeah when i make cocktails she's like that's it yeah i love a good manhattan too yeah yeah i went with the old-fashioned tonight just because i was like oh yeah have the yeah, simple yeah, syrup old, i need to old drink fashions always really good with the simple syrup and everything like that yeah. it's really really good yeah, a lot of people do it you know yeah. with the actual like sugar cube and muddle it and all that but yeah simple syrup too much effort yeah 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 which i buy the simple syrup usually but i made some so i was like yeah, yeah. i uh i was i was watching the simpsons and um the episode where they made a Manhattan. I don't know if do you watch Simpsons. You, it's been so long. Oh, it's my favorite show of all time. I'll fight people for it. I, it's the best <laughs> seasons. Seasons two through seven are the best thing that's ever been put on TV. Um, Can't argue with that. Yeah, I mean, those were fantastic. Seasons. Oh, so like, good. 
Yeah, but one of the episodes uh, that Bart makes a Manhattan for like the mobsters. I was like, man, I could go for a Manhattan. It was good. It was very good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I like a yeah. a good Manhattan. It's a good winter drink. Yeah. yeah a good yeah. good winter drink. Old fashions are too. Like those yeah. are my two. Like, yeah, really old fashions always always a good spot. Yeah. yeah. And I like to keep a good selection of whiskey. You know, I've got bourbon, I've got rye, I've got scotch. Yeah. So uh and then nice. I even have like a local yeah. one over there that's like a seven roots. Uh, oh, local whiskey. Yeah. 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 It's a it's pretty good down on that yeah. far right end. Okay. Um I like a good like for for an old fashioned. I like a good one hundred proof bourbon because I think it holds up better to the like the sweetness. Yeah. You know, it really yeah. it helps balance it out better. So uh, that's what I use to make your Manhattan also, which yeah, you no know, a lot of people prefer rye in a Manhattan. Yeah, uh, the only rye I have up there is the Whistle Pig ten year. So it's not a you ever. I think I've ever had Whistle Pig. You should try a small taste of that yeah. while you're here because okay. it's. It's not a cheap bottle. It's, yeah, it's, and it when you taste it, you're like, that is the most unique, yeah, thing ever. Like, interesting, interesting. Uh, that one in Garrison Brothers. Garrison Brothers whiskey is also very unique. It's out of Texas, yeah, uh, Hill Country. Very unique. Also, not cheap. Like, not super expensive, but like yeah. the low end bottle of Garrison Brothers is like seventy five to eighty dollars. <clears throat> so not like crazy expensive, but yeah, you know, pricey enough that you don't want to, you know. I think I paid ninety for that Whistle Pig. So yeah, yeah. Um, when I, when I got my job at first, I was just like, I have a job again. I got money. <laughs> so like every week when I get paid, I go buy a different bottle of whiskey. Nice. nice. And then like right before Christmas, I was at the, I was doing a job and, uh, I thought it was going to take like three or four hours to do it. I finished it in an hour <laughs> and the guy there was like blown away at how, cause I didn't have to like do any damage to his house. I didn't have to yeah. like cut drywall and all this like crazy shit. Yeah. Cause like basically he had, he had lost power to like half of the upstairs oh, in damn. his house. Yeah. And I found the problem and I was able to do it in like an hour, get it fixed yeah. and not have to cut anything, not have to do any damn, nothing he had to have repaired. Like I did my thing. I was done. I was like, Hey, look at that. I got it fixed. Ladies, it worked out better than anything ever has. I think, <laughs> And he was like so appreciative, and I was like, "No problem, man, no problem." And as I was getting relieved, he was like, "Hey, hold on." And he goes down to the basement. He comes back up with that bottle of Angel's Envy bourbon. Yeah, and he's like, "Do you like whiskey?" I was like, "I love whiskey. I'm a huge bourbon drinker." He's like, "Here, Merry Christmas." Oh, that's I like, awesome. I was like, "Dude, you really don't have to do that." And he's like, "No, no, no." He's like, "I know I don't, but he's like, thank you so much." He's like, awesome. "You did a great job." And yeah. he's a super nice guy. He's a musician, and we were like yeah. talking the whole time. Cool, we get right. talking comedy and shit. He was a big comedy fan. Yeah. So like, awesome. Awesome. Super nice guy. And he's like, no, no, here. He's like, take this. He's like, I have like three or four bottles of it down there. He's like, that's oh. my go-to. I was like, yeah, that's a good go-to. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Angel's Envy is not super expensive. Yeah, but it's decent though. It's, it's really it's good bourbon. Yeah. So yeah. I was like, yeah, that was awesome. I'd never had anybody yeah. just give me a that's fucking bottle of fucking bourbon. Awesome. Yeah. So must have done a damn good job with that. Uh, I, yeah, I did. I, <laughs> I think what the deal is, is I got his wife's bathroom working again, all the power in the bathroom working again and mm -hmm. his daughter's bedroom. So he didn't have to hear as much bitching. So he was like, <laughs> please take this whiskey. It's Thank the least God. I can do <laughs> for the headaches you have just removed from my life. He bought it to be able to put up with that. Yep. And then he was like, well now I don't need it. <laughs> so Exactly. <laughs> He's like, I, I, I can drink half as much now. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> you saved my liver. Appreciate it. Oh. I'm saying like, I, I make I make jokes about my wife on stage, but she's been gone for a week now. Yeah. I'm ready for her to be home. Yeah? Yeah. Nice. Like, nice. Yeah. Mostly because I've been dealing with two kids by myself. Right? That's fair. <laughs> no, That's not that. Fair. Not yeah. that. Just yeah. like that adult conversation at the end of the night. 
Yeah. Like when the the little one goes to bed, the toddler goes to bed, the teenager playing video games or, you know, even if we're watching TV, you know, whatever, it's just like I miss having that adult conversation. Yeah. Like somebody go, this is bullshit, right? And she look at me and go, yep, this is fucking bullshit. We clink glasses and drink. (laughs) Like I miss that. I miss it so much. When'd she come back? Tomorrow. Ah, cool, cool. Oh, so get this. So she was supposed to arrive in Dulles, at Dulles yeah. at, after 8 o'clock, like 8 something tomorrow night. So pretty late because yeah. I was going to take the toddler too, and his bedtime's usually 7. Ugh, yeah. So yeah, I was like, oh, this is going to be bad. Yeah. Well, so she called me today on my way home. She's like, so good news. She had to get a COVID test before coming back. She said my COVID test was negative. I was nice. like, oh, that's great. Yeah, yeah. And there was something else. I don't remember what else the other thing was. She's like, but I just found out my flight was canceled. Oh, no. <laughs> Motherfucker. Ugh. She's like, and they rebooked me on a flight for Sunday. Oh. But the COVID test has to be within 48 hours, and the flight they booked her on, on Sunday would be more than 48 hours out. Yeah. So she's like, so for that, I'd have to get another fucking COVID test. I was like, oh, my God. So she did a bunch of checking. It sucks because she has to leave so fucking early now. She has to leave. She has to be at the airport by, like, 4.30 in the morning in Costa Rica. Oof. Yeah, Oof. which, you know, she has to get, like, a shuttle from the resort yeah. to the... It's, like, all this whole thing. Uh, yeah. But she'll be landing in Baltimore at BWI at, like, 4.50, so... Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. It's going to yeah. be a longer day of travel for her. She has yeah. to go to Chicago yeah. and then have, like, a two-hour layover. You're going to hit that freaking rush hour on the way back, but... But it's yeah. it's the weekend, so it won't be as bad. Oh, true, true, yeah. true, yeah. If it was a Friday, I'd yeah, just like, I'll yeah. hang myself. <laughs> I'm done. I'm not going to. We'll get a room here. down there. I'm not fucking doing it. I do it every, I do it all the time coming home that time of day. Fuck that shit. <laughs> oh, dude, I would, I would rather like take a bullet down in the like worst neighborhood in Baltimore than have to drive 695 <laughs> eastbound dude, in the afternoon. is the absolute worst. Oh my God, man. Coming from like over around yeah. Owings Mills and shit, eastbound. That's like in Hawaii when you're coming, uh. When you're going westbound in the evenings or eastbound in the mornings, like on the yeah. H1, like, that I told you how big yeah. the whole island is. Like it's literally a ten to fifteen mile stretch that can take you hours. Jeez, every day. That's awful. And the thing is, all the people live on the west side because yeah. it's cheap, yeah. and then they commute to the east side. So in the mornings, they're all going eastbound, and the afternoons, uh. they're all going westbound. I lived on the east side of the island and uh-huh. usually worked either in town or out on the west side. So I was going the opposite way. Oh, yeah. So you always just saw the suckers and traffic. Yeah, I was like, look at all those poor fucks over there. <laughs> well, when I was working in Honolulu, my buddy Kahlo would come from the west side. We were about the same distance out. Yeah. Actually, I think, yeah, we were about the same. I had to come over the mountains. Yeah. But I would. he would have to leave like an hour and a half before I did to get <sighs> to the boss's house. That's awful. Yeah. About the yeah. same mileage, but he would have to leave an hour to an hour and a half earlier. <laughs> yeah, I've gotten stuck in 695 traffic. Like, uh, coming home from a comedy show at, like, 3 a.m., somehow there's fucking traffic. Yeah, it's... I don't worst. doubt it, man. Like it's, it's so weird. Yeah. At 695, dude, it's brutal. Just brutal. Well, you know how far it is from here to Timonium, right? Yeah, yeah. There's an electrical supply house in Timonium time. we'll yeah. meet at sometimes in the morning. Yeah. And my boss would be like, meet me there at, like, 7 yeah and i'm like all right cool and i look at the google and i'm like oh i don't need to leave here till like 6 30 it's not far leave here at 6 30 then it's 7 15 i'm like what in the fuck <laughs> so i'm still 15 minutes away because i'm sitting in traffic on 695 like you've done a 
shot down to DC. Once I've been to DC uh, one time for a yeah. weekend. We went down. Yeah. Uh, took the kids, went down to DC for a weekend to just do a little short trip, seeing some sights. Yeah. I mean, it's cool. I love DC. Oh yeah, the, it's that, amazing, uh, dude. It was. Yeah, if you're, I always just say take the light rail because <laughs> it's going to be the same amount of time driving. Like, my teenager is like the biggest history buff in the world. Cool, like, cool. History is his thing. So yeah. like DC was. Oh yeah, I'm sure because I'm, I'm a history buff too. And I love. We went to the American it. History Museum. Yeah, that's the spot right like, there. <gasps> so cool. Oh yeah, so cool. It was amazing. Like I hadn't been since I was in seventh grade. So yeah, I, I, I did a school trip from Texas to DC. Spent a week there, seeing yeah. the Smithsonian museums, all that shit. And oh, yeah. right. haven't been back since. It's the only time I've ever been up in this part of the world until we moved here Crazy. this past summer. So yeah, nice. Yeah, it's it's exciting to explore. Like there's so much shit that's so close. Like we had to go oh, to. Yeah, yeah. I guess we were looking for something at IKEA. A few months ago, and they didn't have it at that in Baltimore. But they had it in Philly, huh? And my wife was like, "It's Philly, though." I'm like, "So?" It was in the summertime still. It's so like my kid yeah. wasn't in school yet. I was like, "Oh, cool. Yeah, we'll take off and we'll go to Philly." She's nice. like, "Really?" It's like, "Yeah, we'll go to Philly." Like, I don't mind. Yeah. Like, I've that never been cool. to Philly, yeah. so we did. We drove up to Philly. Nice. I'm nice. a Cowboys fan, so I got to drive right by the Eagles oh, yeah. Stadium and go, fuck you. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's fun. Yeah. yeah, Philly's a neat spot. Yeah. Uh, Museum of Freedom's really cool there. I bet. Yeah, it's really cool. Really cool. Have you done comedy in Delaware, like Wilmington or anything? Yeah, yeah. I've done a couple spots up there. I've heard Wilmington has some cool... Yeah, like, Wilmington has... Um, shoot, I'm going to be up there again soon, actually. I should know that so I can plug it. Um, yeah, yeah, you should. Yeah, I should know. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> You're not going to look it up? I, You're like, I would, but I'm Because I'm, I'm going to look it up and then it's not going to be in Delaware. And then I'm going to be like, oh, I just wasted all the time. I don't know. I don't know geography. So um, I'll plug different shows. <laughs> 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 that one's multiple shows away um <laughs> <laughs> it won't get plugged on the podcast um but yeah there's a couple good spots up there uh i think um i think it's called kb comedy they book a lot of stuff up there it's really good highly recommend kb comedy uh, i'm gonna make sure i get that name right because i want him to book me again <laughs> Excuse me. I'm sorry uh, about that. Uh. That's okay. Mm-hmm. This is all dead air we're going to fix in post. I know. I don't edit shit. That's fine. I didn't, I didn't expect you to. The, is... All seven times you dropped the N-word tonight is going out. <laughs> uh, fuck. Where the hell is this? <laughs> Jesus. I, the worst podcast guest ever. I only messaged like four people. How have I lost this person's name? Oh, there we go. That's fucked up, dude. Yeah, I know. Terrible. (laughs) You did say, you did post something about you had a busy February coming up. Triple B Entertainment. Triple B. Triple B Entertainment. He does a lot of uh, Delaware stuff. KB was a toy store. Yeah, it was. Yeah. They're now sold out. So, yeah, I have, I think I have. The show is sold out or KB Toys? KB Toys. They they, they, they closed their doors. Yeah, I, I, yeah. It was a sad day for young. Toys R Us is coming back though, so. which is nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Uh, yeah, I've got I've got a really fun fun February lined up. I have a, a lot of shows. I... Yeah, yeah. My my comedy schedule has now become I have like a month that's super busy, and then I have a month of nothing, and then a month that's super busy. So I'm hoping I can keep that up. Um, right. Honestly, right now I'm finally like starting to. Without COVID, I'm finally starting to pick up steam as far as like actually getting booked and stuff like that, which is yeah. really really awesome. Yeah, that's and I great. love it. Yeah, so I'm I'm really looking forward to. It. I have I'm also going to be. Um, Mike Quinlan runs a show called The Second Saturday Shit Show, uh, which is honestly one of the best rooms in Baltimore. Um, I got to do that, I think, two years ago, um, and he just booked me for another one. Um, I was going to be in February, but uh, his January <laughs> show got moved to February, so the February show now got moved to uh, April because he had, he had okay, something yeah. special there in March, so I'll, I'll be doing that as well. Um, and that, that's, just a, that's just a great, fun time. But, yeah, I'm... Uh, um, I got I got a lot of really really fun ones in February coming up. Lou, I'm doing Lou Room, which is which is a yeah. fantastic spot. That's one of the best ones in Baltimore too. Yeah, I want to I want to hit that place up. Like yeah. I would love to perform there. I've well, heard they, that's a they, really good. They show. do an They're open good. mic afterwards. Just talk to Michael Fur. I mean, he'll yeah. he'll put you up because yeah. he, he he puts up people as long as they're funny. So. Oh well, then I'm fucked. Yeah, <laughs> no, you're fine. You're funny. Yeah, uh, he's um, he's put up worse. <laughs> I say that uh, that uh, makes me feel better. Yeah, I, 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 I love Michael Fur. He's a very great guy. That's um, awesome. Yeah, uh, but yeah, Lou Room. That's a really good one. Um, it's funny. I lived in Texas for 37 years. I've never done comedy in Texas. So, really? Yeah. Because um, they supposed to supposedly have a really really good. Uh, I'm I'm literally pulling up my dates so I can block them. <laughs> Texas has a great comedy scene now, but that like really started after I left, yeah. and I didn't do stand up before. Like when I was in Texas, I moved yeah. out. I moved to Hawaii in 2018. Yeah, and I started doing comedy in 2019. So yeah, like, uh, okay, yeah, yeah, because uh, Austin's apparently like a very, very cool. Yeah, that's like the comedy hub. But like, yeah. I know the guy who owns the Secret Group in Houston. Yeah, and that's where they do like Skank Fest South. Was yeah, it, with yeah. the Secret Group, it's yeah. a big big club down in in, in Houston. So. Yeah. I know that guy real well, uh, Andrew Youngblood. Uh, he opened for Mark Norman on a string of shows in awesome. Texas. Uh, he was actually just in Buffalo, New York. Yeah. He actually went up there for the, the game in Buffalo. The, oh, cool. The playoff game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, um, who the hell did Buffalo beat? Uh, they beat somebody in Buffalo and it's cold as fuck. I don't remember who yeah, it was the first the, weekend. Uh, it's the first week of Wash D. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Shit, yeah. They're, Somebody they got eliminated. Yeah. Pittsburgh? No, it wasn't no, Pittsburgh. No, Pittsburgh beat, lost to uh, KC. Yeah. Who was the fucking seventh seed? No. New England. Oh, yeah, it was yeah, New they England. Yeah, they beat the shit yeah. out of New England. Yeah, yeah, it was great. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, that's he was up there for that game. And yeah. uh, I think he did some comedy when he was in Buffalo, too. Yeah. Um, but... Yeah, so Andrew Youngblood, super nice guy. Cool. Uh, yeah. Met him at the Aloha Comedy Festival in Hawaii. They still have that? It's uh, Yeah, it's actually coming back this year. Do you submit tapes? Uh, you can, yes. Will I not get in? I mean, it's <laughs> like in a week or two, so you won't get in this time. But you could next oh, year. Oh, like it's it's past submission dates for Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. Like oh, the fuck, actual okay. festival is going to happen in the next oh, couple of weeks. Oh, okay. I thought so. you were like talking about like they're, no, I'll submit next year. Fuck it. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. a good show. Like, yeah. it's, it's it costs a lot to go out there, but like. Ain't no thing. I got a credit card. I, got, <laughs> I know people do if you need a couch to crash on. So. Cool, cool, yeah. cool. Awesome. I, yeah, yeah. That's also, my wife and I do own a house in Hawaii. 
I mean, people are renting it right now, but it's like, hey, if you see this bearded dude out there just asleep, don't worry about him. Yeah, I'll just crash there, you know. As long as you're under the carport and out of the rain, that's all that really matters. (laughs) You're going to be cold. Hawaii. Yeah. The coldest I saw at our house over the last three years was 58 degrees. Jeez. (laughs) Nuts. As it's literally snowing right now. (laughs) Yeah, it's fucking snowing here. And that, that was the coldest I saw it at our house. And that's like two or three days out of the year. Jeez. Typically, it's like low to mid sixties for the low. Yeah, and in the winter, low seventies for the high. Like, yeah, it's fucking beautiful, and that's not till January and February. Like, yeah, Christmas, it's still in the eighties. Yeah, like my son and I built a Sandman on the beach at Christmas. <laughs> that's fun. Spring break that same year, we built a snowman on spring break on the rim of the Grand Canyon. <laughs> Just a little miniature snowman. <laughs> Because we went to the Grand Canyon. Yeah. My mother-in-law lives in Arizona, like in the Sedona area. Yeah. yeah. And so we went there, and then we drove up to the Grand Canyon, and it was like 20 degrees and a 30-mile-an-hour wind, and there was yeah. snow everywhere. We were like, what the fuck? <laughs> and we built a little miniature snowman up yeah, that's cool. on the wall overlooking the rim of the Grand Canyon. <laughs> that's neat. Yeah. Nice little picture. Yeah. Uh, you're a rock music fan? Yeah, yeah. You know, Tool? Yeah. Yeah, of course. Yeah. The lead singer of Tool owns a restaurant and a winery in Arizona. Oh, really? Yeah, in uh, Cottonwood, Arizona is the restaurant. It's uh, uh-huh. Merkin uh, Vineyards, Osteria. Yeah. Then he owns uh, Merkin Vineyards and Caduceus Cellars oh, up in dope. Jerome, up on the yeah. side of the mountain. Cool little town. So I've been... The restaurant's amazing. Yeah. Like he is. He does everything right. He's yeah. a perfectionist. Nice. Maynard does everything, like, to the T. Yeah. So we uh, went there to eat the first time I went a couple times and it was the great food was great the the next time we went that spring break we're walking up the restaurant my wife and her mom walked in and they're standing at the hostess desk my counter or whatever my son and I are standing outside still and as we're walking in they're looking in the restaurant and they're looking back at me and then they're looking in the restaurant and they're looking back at me I'm like the fuck are they looking I'm like no and I walk in and there's Maynard oh that's so sick he's standing right there I was like holy yeah. shit that's awesome. Yeah, it was like the coolest. Like, he's a very private, very reclusive dude. So like, sure. he's not yeah. one to be fucked with, you know, in yeah. his place of business, especially there, because like, yeah, he's focused on what he's doing there. It's like he's yeah. he's not the lead singer of Tool. He's the owner of this restaurant. Yeah, huh. and he's also yeah. like he owns a winery. So like, you know, when he's doing that, he's the owner of the winery, and yeah, he's a very weird, very eccentric guy. But like, he's such a perfectionist. His wine is phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. Like we drink. I actually. I have a bottle of wine upstairs of, from uh, it was the first wine he ever made. It's called Hidden Hand, and my mother-in-law somehow was able to score a, the opportunity to buy a bottle of this stuff. And like when when the people there around town learned that she had this bottle, they're like, "I'll give you six hundred dollars for it right now." Good. And God. she was like, "It's a gift for my son-in-law. I can't." Oh, I so that's that's it. in my wine fridge upstairs. Yeah, yeah, it's on our. We have a wine fridge built awesome. into the counter have you in the kitchen. It yet? No, no, it's still sealed. Yeah. It's a special occasion bottle. Like, I have an occasion coming up that I'll drink it for. And Cool. It's a, it's a very special, like, cool yeah. bottle. Yeah. So, stoked about that. Nice, nice. That's awesome. Yeah. Awesome, yeah. So, dates. Did you, ah, get, your, did yes, you get your dates I, pulled up? I do have my Wait, dates what's pulled your, what's up. what's your, like, social media? Yeah, what's so, your Instagram uh, handle? It, everything is, uh, at Ryan Lina is funny. Um, I 
am atrocious at my social media. I'm so bad. I don't ever see you post on Instagram. I don't. I I have one. And <laughs> I know. Like, I follow yeah, you on Instagram. Yeah, and like it's such. Like, I was like, does he follow me? Does he never? Yeah, I, I do. I do. But like, <laughs> and like I I'm just I'm so bad at it because I I like. And I should just because there's a button that lets you post on Facebook and Instagram. Yeah, you can literally do it. Yeah, and it automatically does both. Yeah, that's what I just need to do, and I just haven't clicked that button yet because it's hard. Um, So yeah, same with my my Twitter is literally um, just me angrily tweeting at Ben Shapiro asking if he's a lizard. (laughs) (laughs) That's the only thing I tweet, and then like occasionally making jokes about the Orioles. Uh, I and every day I'm like, okay, I'm going to start using my Twitter. Maybe after this, I'll start using. Oh, it. Your, your Instagram is real Ryan Lina. Yeah, it's not. Oh shit, real Ryan. Lina. Real Ryan Lina. Real because real you're not Ryan the fake Lina. Ryan. I'm not the fake Ryan Lina. I'm the real Ryan Lina. He. Yeah. This is one real Lina. Right yeah. Here. I mean Lina. Lina. Right yeah. Don't you don't do that hard art. Sorry. Yeah. God damn it. Um. Hey, I'm from the south. I'm still I'm still learning. Okay. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so February, uh, I will be at um, Periodic Table on February 2nd. That's uh, um, uh, Todd Fleming's room. That was what, really... what town? What city? <laughs> Sorry, should I not have asked that? Shouldn't have, because I don't know. <laughs> Columbia, I knew it was Columbia. So I was going to say Columbia, Columbia, Maryland. Columbia, Maryland. Okay. I was going to say it, but I didn't want to like say the wrong thing. Um, I yeah, that one's in Columbia, Maryland. Oh, that's supposed to be a really, really fun time. Uh, and then I will be at um, uh, the uh, Loft Fifty Four. Uh, that one—that's the one in Delaware. That's in Fenwick. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, Fenwick, Daryl. Yeah. Fenwick, Delaware. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. That—that uh, that is on uh, February twenty-sixth um, or twenty-fifth. And then, make sure uh, your toll tag is uh, all in order before you go up there. Oh yeah, I got—I got that easy pass. They man. rape you if you don't have a oh, toll tag God. or cash. Yeah, yeah, they're brutal. Yeah. The first time with the, the when we went up to Philly, it was like I hit the toll booth and I'm like. They're like, it'll be, you know, whatever, however yeah. much. And I like, pull out my card. They're like, oh, we don't accept credit cards. Yeah, I was like, yeah. welcome to the mainland. Fucking man. seriously? You don't accept <laughs> credit or debit cards? Like, cash only. It's like, well, I don't have fucking cash. She's like, don't worry. They'll send you a ticket. Yeah, it's 30 yeah. fucking dollars. Jeez. Yeah. I was like, you are kidding me. <laughs> <sighs> Sorry. Continue with your dates. I'm done. Yeah. Bitching. Uh, February 26th, Lou Room. Uh, that's in Baltimore. Yeah. Uh, that's an awesome room. And then uh, I run a show in Haver de Grace. Um, I'm there pretty much every Friday if I'm not doing anything already. Uh, but um, we book a bunch of comics. It's me and um, Ron Canada, who I don't know if you've met yet. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I know of the dude. I don't, super I haven't cool met guy. him, but... Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, exactly very funny. Talking about. Yeah, me and him uh, kind of split every other Friday, and we just we just run that show, and that's always a fun time. It's very it's a unique room, to say the least, but it, it packs in. We normally get 30 or 40 people. And, no uh, shit. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, and it's on a Friday night. Uh, starts at 9 restaurant is fantastic it's called water street seafood uh food is incredible honestly the best um uh crab mac and cheese i've ever had no shit super good yes yeah, so definitely check it out i'll have you on there soon by the way i'm yeah. um booking every friday is kind of tough i bet i bet it's <laughs> yeah. a little crazy yeah and i've had all my my i told you that stupid crab that's going on in my Real life, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that definitely. I, I can see how that's been a hindrance. Yeah, so that's that's kind of derailed me, but I'll definitely. Um, and also, like every other show, keeps getting snowed out, which is weird. Our show it got snowed out tonight. 
Ron was supposed to run it, so now he's he's doing next week, and my show got bumped. So okay, yeah. So yeah, but even if I'm not there, go to Water Street Seafood on Fridays because uh, the yeah. owner is awesome, and she lets me tell jokes. So nice. yeah, that is wonderful, man. Well, yeah, uh, you know it's great to see like the comedy sprouting up around here. You yeah, know? Absolutely. Like, this is a more yeah. rural area, but it's like but we're in the middle of everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, we're halfway between. DC and Philly, or about you know, or between Baltimore and Philly, yeah, uh, yeah. between New York and DC, like there's so much shit around here. Yeah, yeah, it's so good. Yeah, like uh, like I said, we we drove up to New York City. It was less than a three hour drive to get to the city. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. Uh, the yeah. second show I did at uh, the cigar shop, my buddy yeah. uh, Max was he's a Jersey comic. Yeah, I met him in Hawaii. We we performed yeah. together a lot in Hawaii. Because his sister lives there, and he came out to visit her, and then COVID hit, and he was just like... Yeah, yeah, that was one I was on with Max, yeah. Oh, Max was there when you were? Yeah. I was thinking he was on the next one. Okay, no, he was no, no, he one, was yeah. on... That's right, he was on that one. Yeah, okay, he was yeah. funny. He's a good Great dude. Yeah, really so much cool fun. Guy. Man. Yeah, I'm still, still friends with him on Instagram and... Uh, yep, he's out in California good. now, like, yeah, just yeah. living it up, man. Fuck he's yeah. a good dude. I forgot, yeah. I was thinking he was on the next one, but no. Yeah. The next one was Candace and uh, Patrick... Yeah. And uh, Aaron Patrick and... Jesse, I think. Jesse came out, and there was somebody else, too. Like, it's a local person? Yeah, they were all... Uh, oh, who the fuck was there? Oh, man, I'm like so drawing a blank. And this, uh -huh. is, this is amazing. Now who's drawing a blank? I know, I feel like you or right things now. things that are... Yeah. Yeah. I'm such a liner. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love when I scroll through my pictures and I scroll way too far. I'm like, oh, I didn't live in Hawaii at that point. Um, oh, here it is. Yeah. Oh, oh, this uh, Mary Romeo ended up coming oh, out. Like yeah. she was, make, she's from California, and she was like yeah. making this trip. And it's funny because I had somebody drop out at the last minute. Um, oh, the dude Nick Makowski that I was gonna have. He's a Hawaii comic that actually lives in over around Frederick. Yeah, he was gonna come up, but he ended up having a coworker that like he sits next to in his office test positive. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, yeah, so he was like, dude, yeah. I, he had to drop out that morning. Well, then this chick had just like looked up shit in Maryland and saw my post and was like, you know, yeah. I was if you need anybody, I was going to be coming through. And she was going to be coming through that night. Nice. And I was like, actually, yes. And I told her, I was like, I've got this show. I had somebody drop out. I need somebody else to cover 15 minutes. Can you... I didn't know anything about her, you know, like yeah. at all. I just took a chance. She's funny. She I've was hilarious. Yeah, she's dude. really she good. Was yeah. So funny. She yeah. killed. She's very funny. Yeah, I've I've only seen her a couple of times, but she's really really good. Yeah, like it just happened to yeah. be passing through the area and awesome. just like bam, dude, killed it. That so night. much comedy or so much talent. Yeah, so much talent, and man. Uh, it was. Yeah. Fun. I'm trying to remember who else was there. Oh yeah, Candace and Aaron. Or, yeah, Aaron Patrick and Jesse Goldenberg. Yeah, nice. That's a good good group. Good. Yeah, it was a good show. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was a good right before the extortion. <laughs> yeah, right, right before the, the charges were yeah, filed. The charges were uh, filed back, back uh, in the days. It's, you know, it's, it's like our pre COVID, pre extortion charges. Or <laughs> yeah. I, I really hope we do get to do something out there again. I'm sure they cool. will. They'll, they'll bring it back, I'm sure. Yeah, they're, it was a good show. Yeah. Well, they were doing us and they were doing that other guy, the daddy with the caddy or whatever. I don't know who that. They were doing, there was another guy doing a comedy are you show. About There's another guy doing a comedy show, and he was doing it like alternating weeks from me. Huh. And he was called, and that's just what he went by was Daddy with the Caddy comedy There's, show, and it was like an all black comedy show. Yeah. And I, and it's funny because like I had a black comedian on both of my shows, 
And one of them, I won't specify who, was like, yeah, Daddy with the Caddy asked me to come do his show. And I was like, nah, bro, I'm good. She's like, and then you were like, um, <laughs> this person, I didn't say she. Anyway. Sure, sure. Yeah, Candace said, and then you hit me up. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I can do that. <laughs> have, you ever, like, have you ever had like a... Um, <laughs> Like, I'm sure you met, like, weird people in comedy, right? <laughs> so, I have... I met weird people in a lot of yeah. areas of life, okay? I There used to be this show uh, called High Tops, and um, it was, like, it was like the mic. And one time, uh, I was there, and this guy came in, and he was just pissed drunk. And he said, my name is Matt in the hat. I'm here to do comedy. And I, I talked to the guy who booked it, and I, he was like, he was like, I am not putting that man on stage. He was, and like I was just like sitting there talking to him, and all of a sudden, because he had like a, he had like one of those like ridiculous top hats, and all of a sudden, just a streak of blood, just his head was just bleeding, <laughs> and I was, I was like, I was like, dude, you have to put Matt in the hat on. <laughs> <laughs> I I spent the entire night lobbying to put this man on stage <laughs> just because I wanted to know. I wanted to know how I was going to go. I needed to know. And he didn't put him on. He didn't put him on. He didn't put him on. The best. Damn it, T. Brad. We were doing a show. It was a it was a show in Hawaii, and I was I was actually performing that night, but the host got fucking shit faced. Yeah. And the host was a buddy of ours too. Like I love the dude so much, man. He was so good. He was a great comedian. But he was hosting that night, and he got so fucked up. Like by the end of the show, it, it, when he when he announced me, he was like, "This is Jason." You know, he's like, "He's really funny comedian. He's got a great podcast." They hadn't had me on it yet, but uh, they got a good podcast. <laughs> then at the end of the show, because we were sitting right up front, my buddy uh, Ray and I were, and we had like a table of people, yeah. and he's like. So when am I gonna be on your podcast? <laughs> like, Bro, we'll get you on. He's like, no, man, but like for real, I want to be on your podcast. <laughs> and he just he ended up the show was over, and he went kept going on and on. He was telling jokes, yeah. And then he just started talking. He was just like randomly trying to be like, so when am I gonna be on the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> they turned his fucking mic off. That's they so turned funny. the lights off. Oh my god, <laughs> he's still up there. So when am I gonna be on the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> my uh, uh lance we love you bro we love you lance liverman funny comedian dude. yeah funny dude and oh, in, that sounds in funny. god lance is funny it's awesome yeah. oh you were talking about your dad like my dad actually got to come out and see me perform one time in hawaii nice great, yeah, yeah. From, he came from out from texas Hell and yeah. uh had Hell a show yeah at uh hawaiian Ryan's well. the big stage yeah he did pretty well like, good, good yeah, that yeah. night it was and i was opening for tamua to an a who is like a goddamn killer locally man yeah he's like the dude sold out three consecutive theater shows in awesome. Honolulu. Like, yeah. big theater. The Blaisdell Center. Yeah. Like, huge awesome. fucking theater. Awesome. Like, and he did that, and then he went over and did some shows on uh, Maui, and he just announced last week shows in Kauai, hmm. and within two hours sold out two shows Jeez. at a theater in Kauai. That's awesome. And I'm not talking like... Small theaters. I'm talking about big fucking rooms. I got a picture here of him. Oh, yeah. Here's a picture of him taking a selfie in front of the theater he sold out in Honolulu. Jeez. That's a crowd, man. Yeah. That's awesome. 
Dude is so funny, man. Oh, yeah. And he's doing the Bring Back Local Comedy Tour. And he's cool, actually, cool. he's talking about doing a mainland tour in 2022. Awesome. So, like, I want to try to get him out somewhere oh, cool. He and wants and, to hit up a Water Street Seafood. I would like to get him out here somewhere in Maryland. Oh, like, yeah, man. I would well, love there's, to get him on. There's like, actual venues that, like, we, oh, yeah. we can talk when I'm not being recorded and plugging people. <laughs> right. yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't want to plug people who aren't paying me. Exactly. <laughs> no, I do want to yeah. I, I do want to look into like, Yeah, yeah, there's the dude's like Yeah. He's legit. There's spots. He's we selling can, out get them on. major theaters. Hell yeah. Like it's Hell yeah. crazy, so. Yeah. Um, yeah, we'll get them. It'd be good. Yeah. Cool. I cool. could probably get us both opening for him. Hell yeah. Well, that's the main, that's the only reason that I run Exactly. That's so why we'll help him out because exactly. <laughs> Well, man, I appreciate you coming out. Yeah, man, it was a blast. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Guess how long we've been going. I don't know how long. Two hours and twenty one minutes. Holy crap. Do Look, you edit wait. this down or is it No, that's uh that's awesome. how it's going up, man. Awesome, man. That's going up. Very we, uh, cool. Very cool. I just, we just we have a conversation, we put it out there. I love it. So. I love it. Yeah. Thanks for coming out. Yeah, um, man. Thanks for having me. Real Ryan Lina. Yeah. Uh, that and uh uh real Ryan Lina Instagram, Ryan Lina is funny on Twitter. Uh just friend me on Facebook. I have a comedy Facebook too that's Ryan Line is funny. Um, but also just uh, add me on Facebook and I'll post funny memes and complain about Ben Shapiro. <laughs> yeah. And then you can see all the places he's going to be performing. Get a yeah, busy, get a busy February. Yeah, February. it's going to be a fun February. It's going to be fun. So check me out. Come see me. All the places. It'll be fun. Thanks yeah. for making time to come out. Yeah, absolutely, it. man. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Bye. Bye, ladies and gentlemen.